All right. Aloha, fellow dreamers, and welcome to another very special Druid and Mystic Dream Discussion Circle. My name is Brendan, aka Mystic Spider-Man, and of course, I am co-hosting this with my partner, my uh, fellow dreamer, uh, my girlfriend, my lover, Lacey, aka Paper Druid. So shout out to Lacey, who is with us uh, in the circle here today, amongst fellow other amazing fellow conscious creators and spiritual seekers here within the circle. And uh, shout out to them real quick, if you guys just want to say hello to the camera and wave to the camera we've got kyle we've got Lacey, as i said we've got maya we've got helena we've got alicia and uh yeah we're gonna have some more people joining us into the circle as we get going we'll just do a quick introduction and then from there we'll get into the core of today's discussion so for those of you who may not be entirely familiar the paired the uh, paradigm shift central dream discussion circle the druid and mystic dream discussion circle uh this is an iteration of many many conscious circles that we have hosted through the paradigm Central Project, which again is a, a community of being able to bring together conscious creators and spiritual seekers. And back in 2015, we started a version of the podcast, which was known as Dream Class. There's episodes of that uh, that you can go back and check out. I think there's like over like 30 recordings. And that really came from, you know, my own personal interest in wanting to be able to help create space for people to be able to talk about dreams. And, and the fact is, these discussions related to dreams don't really happen very often. Like how often just within your day-to-day -day life are you talking to people out in public about dreams and dream practices and our nature as multidimensional beings and, and our stories and our experiences and our quest for towards lucidity. So creating the space for people to be able to talk about dreams and to explore these questions was something that I always felt to be very, very important. Uh, so we've continued this over the years and, and uh, about like a, a few months ago, uh, as Lacey and I uh, moved into a new chapter within our life and now we're living in the same household, um, we wanted to be able to create an, another version of the the dream intentional space. And that's where Druid and Mystic dream discussion circles arose. Now the Druid and Druid and Mystic dream discussion circles, these are a, a very intentional space that, that for the past while we have been doing uh, just for our paradigm shift uh, Patreon members and the Patreon membership. Again, that's our $11 monthly membership. And with that, you guys have been able to get access to our Druid and Mystic dream discussion circles that for the past while we were doing on Saturdays. Um, the schedule for that's going to change a bit. Lacey's uh, again, as her schedule is changing, we're going to start opening up new time schedules for the dream discussion circle. Um, but again, this is one that we are doing as a special live broadcasted format. So this is a chance for people who may not be Patreon members to be able to just not only enjoy, but to also to be able to get a little bit of an insight as to what the circle is like, how it can support you. And if this is something that you're interested in, to be able to help invite you to be able to connect onto the Patreon, consider joining as a Patreon membership. And then again, continuing to take part in future dream discussion circles, where those will be non-broadcast but still recorded for our members. So there's actually about four, four or five of the, the ones that Lazy and I have hosted that are already online right now. And again, by signing up on the Patreon, you guys will immediately get access to that. And there's some uh, really good discussion and awesome stories, um, particularly some really trippy stories that Lacey has shared in that. But amongst everyone else, there's been some really great discussion there. So feel free to go back and check out the Dream Class podcast. Those are all online. That's free. That's stuff that we've done years before. And then also, again, the Patreon is where you can get access to future ongoing events, including the Dream Discussion Circle and many, many more. Plus, you guys get to support something that, uh, again, serves the community. And, and we really appreciate your support. So thank you to our Patreon supporters. And thank you to everyone for your support in all forms. So as we get going with this, we'll be keeping an eye on the YouTube chat. So thank you to those of you in the YouTube chat. You guys are a part of today's discussion as well. And again, the intention for this is to be able to create a space for us to talk about dreams and to be able to support each other. Uh, I think, again, you know, like dreams are something that 
we're not encouraged to, to practice our dreams. You know, there's nothing that I'm seeing in like mainstream media that's even remotely prompting us to pay attention to our dreams. If anything, they're trying to disconnect us from our dreams, you know, in the same way they're, without getting too much into this discussion, you can just kind of look at things in a broad picture and be like, oh, it seems as if they're, they're kind of like trying to like remove us from our connection to spirit. And, and that can be, you know, through our connection to food, through nature, through breath. But more importantly, right now, it's also, again, through the practice of dreaming. Dreaming is one of the most immediate ways for us to be able to connect with spirit and spirituality and that curiosity of being able to understand that, that there is more to this reality than meets the eye. And, and dreaming, long story short, is one of the most immediate things that we can experience and dive into in practice that really opens us up to this deeper understanding of the fact that we are multidimensional beings and, and, and we'll explore a little bit more about what that means. So again, dreams are a super fascinating topic. There's no limit to, to where it can take us. And again, within the circle, we hope to be able to help create discussion that will inspire us. And then also to be able to create accountability and to be able to share wisdom and to support each other and to come back to these circles and to be able to share our progress and practice sharing our stories. So that's the benefit of, of taking part in these dream discussion circles. It's not just doing it once, it's coming back in a couple of weeks and doing it again and having that support network and that continuation and, and having community as a dreamer is one of the most important things. So thank you again, everyone, for, for being a part of the uh, dream discussion circle that we have here today. So I'll, I'll pass it over to Lacey just to be able to share any like welcome introduction. Sometimes in the past ones that we have done this, like it would be like Lacey and I on the same couch and we'd be like super chill and hanging out. And you guys will see this in the recording for the members. Um, today, it's just a little bit different. Lacey's hanging out in the other room, enjoying the bed to herself. And we're still just doing it in regular format. But uh, hence why I'll, I'll pass it over to Lacey, who is on her camera and uh, just give her a chance to and from here we'll um we'll we'll just get Lacey to just kind of give a general introduction and then we'll go into meditation and then we'll come back and we'll go through an introduction uh formally with with everybody here as well in terms of our relationship to dreams and everything like that so um Lacey go ahead and I'll pass it over to you and, and any just like welcome message and introduction you want to be able to share for today's uh dream discussion circle go ahead hi everyone um I'm really happy to be here happy to be have another dream discussion on a Thursday evening. Um, yeah, so I guess my introduction, which I've done a million times already, but I've been, um, I guess, an active dreamer and practicing since I was probably seven or eight years old. So over, I don't even know how long that is now. That's over 20 years. Um, and recording my dreams since I was around 10. So I've always been very um, in touch with that part of myself. Uh, and yeah, and it's really, really opened my mind to, like Brendan said, like my connection to spirit and um, getting to know myself better. So I know that these circles um, have, have benefited me greatly as a dreamer. So yeah, I'm just happy to be here and to share and to hear other people's stories and wisdom. Um, definitely to hold myself accountable as a practicing dreamer. And yeah, that's, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm here tonight. So <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Lacey. Yeah, as some of you might have seen the post, like, I mean, Lacey and I, like, when we, like, first met, like, you know, decades ago or whatever it was, um, dreams were one of the first things that we would always talk about. Like, like, she, you know, I'd be like, be like, whoa, like, you're a dreamer? Like, let's talk about this because it wasn't something that a lot of people were talking about and 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 we felt like we were like 
speaking a language that not everyone knew. And so I'm like, I'm like, you know, about lucid dreaming. And she would tell me stories and I would tell her stories. And um, yeah, again, it's, it's beautiful to just see more people interested in the dream discussion. So yeah, Lacey, look, look how far we've come. Look at what we've created. It's, it's pretty cool. So Hi. Hi, Hi. welcome Candace. We're, we're just getting things started and then we're going to go around with introductions in a moment. So, okay. I was going to say, that I'm just really happy to have some other like, like, you know, avid dreamers here as well tonight. So Helena yes. and Maya, two amazing people that um, I've had dream connections with. So this is exciting. I'm excited mm -hmm. to see where the discussion goes. Me so. too. Me too. Yeah. And and one, of the, and one of the things we are going, we are we are going to kind of be getting into uh, exploring like some of like becoming self-aware of some of the <clears throat> some of the themes that happen within dreams so it'll be neat to kind of like cross-reference and find common connections and threads that, that that we have as dreamers and um yeah the idea of like shared dreams is something I'm, I'm sure we'll be able to talk a bit about tonight as well so um stay tuned lots more paradigm shifting discussion to come so Lacey anything else before we uh, get into the next part Perfect. All right. So thank you again, Lacey. And you can find Lacey at the Paper Druid on Instagram. And uh, again, all the links for today's um, featured creators on air, you'll find those in the information on YouTube. So after the broadcast, go back, go follow everyone. Like everybody here is an awesome creator and in, in an individual. And again, just feel free to reach out and support. And through the information on YouTube, you'll also find the link for our Discord server, for our Patreon. And feel free to send me a direct message if you guys want to reach out to me. And we also do have my PayPal link where if you guys want to contribute any single donations as a tip that's always super appreciated as well so um with that said let's just drop into a very short meditation just to just kind of like bring ourselves into that heart space even though i already feel like we're we're pretty much there so it'll just be a, like a very very short one and then from there we'll go around with um formal just kind of like introductions and then we'll get into our first question prompt from there so so thank you again everyone and thank you again to those of you on youtube and uh yeah let's uh let's just take a moment here to just be able to do a little bit of a meditation so so for everybody here, just allow yourself, maybe just kind of like wiggle your body a little bit and just find a place where you can just arrive into a place of stillness, into a place of softness. And just take this moment to just be able to connect with your breath. Soft, gentle inhales. And soft, gentle exhales. As we breathe here, if you want, you can gently even just place your hand over your heart and just opening up our imagination, a very important theme within dreams and just kind of imagining all of us just like being in us in the presence of each other. Imagine us sitting in this circle, this this space within space. Imagine us just kind of hanging out in the astral realms, in the realm of the imagination, in the realm of spirit. And just take a moment here as we just visualize all of us sitting in this circle and we just see each other and we just arrive into the space of gratitude. And just take a moment to be able to just acknowledge and express gratitude for all the other amazing people here, seeing them as a fractal of yourself, seeing them as a, another part of the dream awakening to itself, the fellow journeyers, the fellow travelers, the souls continuing to awaken. So just take a moment here, just in brief silence, just connect into this moment of oneness. I'll stop talking and just allow yourself to be able to express gratitude from your heart and just be able to receive this gratitude in return as we get excited about sharing in today's circles. Just take a moment here as you connect with your breath. Go ahead.
And as you just be in this space within your heart, take a moment here. If you had the chance to just be able to say one thing to, to everybody here, everybody listening related to dreams and dream practices, something that would inspire their spirit, what would you say to them right now? What do you say to them right now? Take a moment to just listen to your heart, whatever arises, just reflect on that. Beautiful. And just continuing to maintain this space of gratitude as we carry this vibration with us into today's discussion, holding this image in our mind as we continue to just feel the presence of each other and sharing in this excitement and slowly from here with gratitude in our heart, gently we will begin to bring awareness back to our physical body. And when you're ready, slowly you can wiggle your toes, wiggle your fingers, and gently open your eyes and return your awareness to the space around you. Beautiful. Awesome. And for those of you, even in the YouTube chat or even in the Zoom chat, if you guys want to share or even during your introduction, what your message was for the people in the in the circle, um, feel free to type that into the chat as well. And we're keeping an eye on the uh, YouTube chat. So with that said, we'll, we'll get things started here. And um, with today's discussion, we'll be aiming to wrap it up by about 10 p.m. So we got about 90 minutes to uh, really dive in deep. And uh, we'll just be mindful of the time. And uh, yeah, just be mindful as that as we pass the talking stick around. So uh, we'll go through just with a quick introduction for everybody here. And basically just kind of saying, you know, like, where, where are you at? as a dreamer, you can talk a bit about, you know, your personal experiences as a dreamer. And, and again, anything else that you just want to share to briefly introduce yourself in the context of dream practice. Um, I'll just go first. Again, dreams are something I've been fascinated with um, probably since about, I really started getting into it probably about like 2009, 2010, when um, I went to a presentation and uh, at the library all about astral projection. And that was like the first time that I blatantly heard someone just like so confidently just say like, you are a multidimensional being. And every night when you go to sleep, your body, your astral body travels into another dimension. And like to hear someone so blatantly say that um, was so powerful. And then I kind of got introduced to astral projection and lucid dreaming through the practice of like Gnosticism, Gnostic teachings, um, which again, are kind of like finding the common threads between many spiritual religions. Um, And then so, you know, even just kind of like getting into that and, and just kind of getting really curious and starting to look up stuff about lucid dreaming on YouTube, there wasn't a lot of it back then. Um, But then just knowing that so much of it was relative to the direct experience and then seeking that experience getting into my own practices getting into my journaling i've had plenty of like super vivid prophetic like crazy psychedelic dreams um however where i'm at right now i can legitimately say that you know for me like having this dream discussion circle is something that i hold very important um because it is it's easy to let it slip when it, when it comes to dream practice which is why community is so important right now um if i were to put myself on a scale of like how good my recall is my recall right now it's like one or two maybe three on a good day and that's fully my responsibility and and that's the thing with dream practice is that it takes a lot of willpower and, and having that support is so important um but you know like it's something where just out of coming out of this i want to be able to like make those little tweaks within my habits to be able to begin focusing more within my dreams um and uh yeah i'll talk more about that later but but yeah right now i'm definitely kind of again probably in a position that a lot of people can relate to where i'm not 
super engaged with my dreams. I wake up and then like my recalls there for a second and then it's gone. Um, but I do definitely want to be able to, to connect deeper with my dreams. Um, cause I know there's a lot there for me to be able to explore and discover and, uh, be able to learn from other fellow dreamers here tonight. So that's my brief introduction. Um, Lacey, you kind of already introduced yourself. Do you want to just like, is there anything else you just want to introduce yourself to related to like, even just, or maybe even just share, like, where are you at currently within your dream practice? And then from there, um, again, we'll, we'll just kind of keep passing it around. So, um, Lacey, go ahead and go next. Who wants to go after Lacey? If I can just get a hand up real quick. Whoever wants. Candace, okay, we'll pass it over to Candace, and then after that, we'll pass it over to whoever else after that. So go, go ahead, Lacey, just uh, another check-in where you're at and any anything else. For sure. So, yeah, like for me, um, I think I'm always kind of in a space. I'm always listening to my dream time. Um, but just like anyone else, I do ebb and flow with recall and um, consistency. Um, I am five and a half months pregnant right now. So my dreams are quite vivid, quite interesting, a little strange, more strange than usual, I'll say, which we can get into later with like themes and all of that. But um, I know that my dreams are telling me something. So um, my recall has been, you know, I haven't been writing them down and I normally write my dreams down, but I have been paying attention to a lot of the symbolism and all of that. So I would say my recall is like a, like a six currently um, for dream time. But yeah, I would say it's been fun and interesting. And I always like to share them with Brandon in the morning. I'm like, <laughs> like last night was strange. And like, for me, I would say my dreams are pretty out there to begin with, but like, this is strange in a different way. So I'm looking forward to sharing a little bit of that um later yeah <laughs> it's been fun right. it's been interesting <laughs> yeah and it's interesting because i know a lot of people um even in before we did the broadcast some people were like asking they're like to, for you Lacey, and just in general be, be like oh like do your dreams change when you're pregnant so like mm. i said like you said we'll, we'll we'll talk a little bit about that so <laughs> definitely, definitely they do so um Lacey thank you again and uh with that said we'll, we'll keep passing it around and again yeah we got a lot to be able to to get into so um Candice we'll pass it over to you again just a quick introduction in terms of like who you are relative to dream practice and anything else Candice go ahead and welcome back to the circle when you're ready Candice and Candice has been involved in every dream discussion circle that we've done so far so welcome back Candice hey um so uh when Regarding to dreams, I didn't really um, like share or converse with people um, before I um, joined Pernhunship. I just basically kept the dreams to myself and in my head, but since I've been in the community of Sharon and dreams to me have been have been real and it's like when I'm in my dream state my dreams take me there and take me to the present moment is really Cool. I'm like 
when I'm in my waking state and um, the door the door stays the magic door stays shut <laughs> so that's me <laughs> thank you thank you Candace and and yeah it's been wonderful to just hear a little bit about your feedback Candace on just like how joining these circles has like been so meaningful for you and just having someone to talk to like I know there's a lot of people out there that are probably fascinated with dreams, but if they're not talking to anyone, like it, it almost can kind of reach a plateau. We need other people to talk to, which in turn actually sparks more of the dream practice. It's weird. It's like, that's something we'll, maybe we'll talk about, about that. You guys will probably relate to this where it's like, sometimes like your, your external reality affects your dream reality, but then your dream reality affects your external reality. So it's kind of like this Mobius Ouroboros strip thing going on. So yeah, again, thank you, Kenneth, for, for being here and for joining in tonight. Happy to have you here. So, okay, we'll keep things passing along. And uh, with that said, we'll pass it over to Alicia. And then who wants to go after Alicia after that? Just, okay, we'll pass it over to Helena. Uh, Alicia, when you're ready, welcome and go right ahead. Who are you and, and relative to dream practice, et cetera, et cetera. Welcome. Awesome. Hello. Hi, you beautiful dreamers. <laughs> so happy to be here right now. Um, who am I? Uh, I'm a dreamer just like you guys. I just want to, I feel called to say anybody who's catching this on a live, I just was stumbled into one of these lives not too long ago and I'm getting so much value out of the Patreon membership. So I just wanted to do a shout out to that. So there's a lot of value here, a lot of cool people. Uh, right now, in terms of my dream work, I'm being called to like start putting in the work, you know, because this is an area that I haven't, I haven't, uh, you know, there hasn't been much recall and I, I haven't, I haven't done the work. A lot of it, I think, you know, uh, substance abuse and late night eating has been a big part of my journey that I'm moving past now. And like, things are more vivid. Um, so I'm like, I'm looking to put in the work and grow strength in this area. My daydream work has been like off the hook. Like I was just on the, like just uh, driving and like having the most beautiful daydreams, but like, I was totally somewhere else. So it kind of shows like, how we can be in so many places at once. And I'm trying to meld all the realities and even right now question like, am I dreaming right now? <laughs> you know. <laughs> Anyways, I love you guys so much. Thanks for having me here. Thank you, Alicia. Yeah, that's a, you do your dream, do your dream, like your reality checks while you're even in this broadcast. You know, it's just like, are yeah, that's a great question. Are we dreaming right now? So uh, sometimes it feels like it, man. When I'm hanging out with you guys, it definitely feels like it. So, but yeah, we'll talk more about that. So uh, Helena, we'll pass it over to you. And am I pronouncing, did I get it right this time? Did I figure it out? Sometimes I struggle with that. Yeah. Got it, got it. Helena, welcome. And thank you so much for being here. And, and go ahead. Who, who are you in terms of your dream practice, et cetera? Um, okay, I have been, yeah, an avid dreamer since I was a kid, since as long as I can remember. Um, I've had most any kind of experience you can think of in my dreams. Um, and I'm uh, really looking forward to this space. I've been um, wanting a dream community for a while. I was a part of dreamcatcher.net with Lacey years ago and um it was really profound um that was like this dream community where people would record their dreams online it was just a bunch of dreamers and uh that community profoundly impacted how i dreamed and i dreamt with almost everybody on there 
even if I had never even seen their face in real life. And because um, everybody had like avatar pictures, um, including Lacey. And so, um, yeah, I've, I've been longing for a community since then. Um, right now, my dreams are um, filled with mostly messages for other people. Um, I have, yeah, a lot of prophetic dreams, a lot of super psychedelic dreams, but recently they've been like very grounded and earthly um, and filled with messages for, for people. Um, and yeah, my recall is probably about six or seven these days. Um, I go on and off between journaling them and not. Um, mostly I kind of come away with whatever I remember was what I was meant to remember. Um, and I'm really happy to be here. Thank you. Welcome. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Helena. Happy to be able to have you here. Yeah, between between you, Lacey, and Maya, like, man, it's a it's a powerhouse crew. And that's like, and again, like, I'm, I'm still learning about everybody else here. Again, you know, everybody's a, a, a again, I, so that's kind of the thing. Like, sometimes people will just kind of say, be like, be like, oh, I don't dream. But it's like, there's a dreamer inside all of us, you know, so and, and that's one of the things I love about dreaming is that there's actually a science to, to techniques you can begin to implement. And then a person who might have said, oh, I don't dream, I don't remember my dreams, like try this for a month. And then, you know, notice what happens as a result of that. So um, again, for those of you that are very naturally inclined to that, it's wonderful to have you here. Lacey, go ahead, pass it over to you again. You, you invited Helena tonight. So thank you again for inviting us. And, and yeah, going back to the, the dream dreamcatcher.net days, like that's, was that, yeah. that's like way, way back to. That's so. like, yeah, like 2010. I'm, it yeah. was like early. Yeah, it's been a long time. But um, as Helena said, like, I know for me personally, that was like that community, like ignited my dreams even more. And like she said, like I dreamt with everyone there and it was just like this very special community where we were all practitioners of that art, this lost art. And it's just so cool to see us all here together now and excited and, you know, continuing this, um, beautiful uh way to travel the universe so yeah <laughs> I'm just I just wanted to say like it's just cool I'm feeling the feeling the vibes I'm excited <laughs> yeah Awesome. Thank you. Thank you again, Lacey. Yeah, it, it really is. This really is a, a, a lost art in, in a lot of ways. You know, it's like a, a martial arts for the soul or whatever you want to call it. But I mean, again, it's one of those things where it's like, if people aren't being educated about this, it will slip. So, you know, like we're, we're holding on to something that's, that's quite sacred, quite special. And, and the one thing that's very interesting, even if you just take a moment to connect with this, like dreams and dream practice, like the concept of it, like think about for a moment how that immediately connects us with our entire lineage like like all of our ancestors were dreamers in one way or another so the fact that we're like showing up in this practice like regardless of the world they existed in all of us have dreamt and and all of us have dreamt in similar ways so it's really interesting to think of like how timeless the art of dreams are and, and again you know there's a lot of discussions that we probably won't get into today but even just getting into the real metaphysical aspects of like what are dreams that will pop up here and there we've definitely dived into that before um but again it's it's, it's incredibly beautiful just to be able to explore that mystery together so let's keep things going along here and um we'll, we'll keep uh again just keep pace and and um Lacey, was there anything else you want to share is that good? We'll pass over. Okay. All right. So um, who wants to go next? Pass it over to pass it over to Kristen and then we'll pass it over to Maya after that. So welcome back, Kristen. And uh, when you're ready, go right ahead and share a little bit about who you are relative to dream practice. 
Yeah, okay, thank you. Um, I got into drawing practice around when I was 19 when I first saw Waking Life, that, that um, animated movie, and um, my partner at the time lent me a book about lucid dreaming and then I started becoming like an avid lucid dreaming, like in tr lucid dreamer in training intermittently for the next like five years after that, just dropping it and coming back into it and just, yeah, trying to trying to get back on the bandwagon. I haven't been in that kind of practice for years now, um, but I do try to recall my dreams just to myself, like with an internal dialogue as much as I can. And um, yeah, I'm devastated. I had like about like a month's worth of dreams on like one note on my old phone and the phone died and it was all lost. And I was just like, mm, I definitely didn't remember them because I'd stored them there. Like, um, so I've just, I had a break after that because I had to kind of mourn the dream journal of the phone. Um, but yeah, I'm really been picking it up again and my recall's not great. It's like, yeah, two or three. But um, yeah, I really get into it for the, just as an investigatory tool of what's going on in my subconscious. Um, and I'm kind of a poetic thinker and I like to find metaphors in life for experience as well. So it's another like opportunity to just unpack the metaphors and think poetically about it and what does that relate to. And um, yeah, I used to, read the dream dictionaries and stuff online but I had my own issues with them because I was like well I'm, I was a teacher at the time and I was dreaming about schools and they're like talking about schools on the online things I'm like but they it would be different for me because I am a teacher like this is my profession so I realized I needed to really unpack them myself and really like extract the symbolism without that like um those generic uh, meaning things and um yeah I've got I felt like I've gotten some interesting revelations from what's going on in my subconscious through the unpacking of dreams and um I'm in a pretty transformative phase of my life at the moment so I like all the information I can get to add to that clarity so that's that's where I'm at thank you thank you Kristen yeah it, it, and again we'll, we'll talk a bit about this tonight but it's like the best person to be able to decode your dreams is you because like all of us like our dreams all have like a almost like a, like a similar but a unique language. So that's one of the things we'll be talking a bit about tonight is we'll be looking into some of like the common themes within our dreams so that we can begin to recognize and understand a little bit more of the language. When we were doing that meditation at the start, the thing that that came within my, that, that I said within the circle uh, was based on this idea of like, it's like, remember, like dreams are a window to our heart. Um, and, and again, you know, like the, the heart in itself is kind of like the, 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 the kind of like the the crystal of the soul so so to speak so it's like through dreams you see the soul you you, you literally this idea that you know we're a multi-dimensional being we're these fifth dimensional beings we're these beings that have existed throughout many incarnations and now here we are in this tiny little human body but within the inner space it it, it, it connects us to like this much bigger part of ourselves. so that's where you know very simply put if i were to try to sell someone on why dreams would be something worth to pay attention to it'd be like it helps you understand more of who you are like literally like like whether this is past lives but it's also connecting you to like who you are within your heart what virtues you hold what actions you would want to be able to like bring into this world and and again kind of what chris was saying the the arts and 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 the visions and like you know the 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 creations that are inside of us that that often kind of like trickle in through dreams that we can bring out and 
Um, again, shout out to, to Lacey. If you guys haven't seen like Lacey, a lot of her art and you can find it on the paper Druid on Instagram is inspired by dream work and her and many others, you know, like, like it's the dreams are like a window through which the art comes into this world. So very simply put, just to kind of set the stage here and I'll pass it over to Maya, you know, what we want to do within these circles is to encourage us to be better students of the dream practice to pay attention because it's easy for us to to be like sitting in the back of the class with our feet up on the desk just being like well, yeah whatever like this is whatever i'm just waiting for lunch so i can go like dick off or something like that right like we've been convinced that dreams are not worth our time but it, meanwhile the universe the teacher at the front of the class is like this is for you like this isn't just like you know like something to waste your time like we are preparing you so like a classroom, like a school, you can graduate. So if you really want to be able to graduate into those higher parts of conscious evolution, the dream space is like the school through which that happens, um, so to speak, metaphorically. But yeah, let's keep things passing around. I know other people would be able to explain things in some way. And, and one of the things I want to be able to get into, and this may be Maybe, maybe we'll get into this even before the first question. I'll just, because I wanted to add this in, would be the question in generally for other people is um, what makes a good dreamer? So think about that. I, I know that's very subjective, but I, but I want you guys to just kind of think about that. And we'll go through that after we do the introductions. So with that said, we're going to pass over to Maya. And um, again, Maya, I'm, I'm so glad to be able to have you here. Maya deserves a very special introduction. Maya is one of our uh, good friends from, who has been involved with uh, our, our in-person circles throughout the year when we started those in London. And we've had plenty of discussions with Dream. Her and Lacey have shared many Dream-related connections. And uh, Maya, I'm so glad to be able to have you here to be able to introduce you and to share some of your wisdom. So Maya, go ahead and tell us a little bit about who you are and your experience as a dreamer. Welcome. Thank you so much. It's really nice to join you guys. I'm really glad that I got off work early. Finally, one day that I did, <laughs> it lines up. Um, so my journey as a dreamer. So I've been dreaming, I feel like since I was little, I can still remember dreams that I had when I was little. Um, like they're just sort of like etched into my memory. And um, I feel like I've, yeah, just had lots of like really profound dreams. And I, of course they like ebb and flow, like they're not always, but um, lots of profound messages that come through. Um, I've also, I've had um, definitely lots of lucid dreams it's that that is one thing I as um, uh, yeah I would like to work more towards that and also like writing them down when I wake up that's something that I feel like I'd like to do more of um, I've also worked with um, like uh, sleep paralysis which is an interesting thing to navigate sort of like that in-between state and also like learning how to get myself out of that because it can actually be kind of strange and scary. <laughs> um, and then also, um, I've also um, worked with um, having these sort of like out of body experiences when I'm like on this in-between space also. Um, so I'll, uh, these are by accident though, definitely, but it's def it's something that I have experienced that is really, um, a really neat thing to, um, experience. And my dream recall right now is probably around a, probably around a five, like I wake up every morning, like really feeling my dreams and, um, definitely recalling like a pretty good, um, chunk of it. 
um, that's also something that I'd like to work more on. Um, and um, yeah, what an interesting journey it is to have dreams. I just love it actually so much. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's uh, I feel like it's a lifelong thing, and I just I feel lucky to um, be part of this with you guys. Oh, happy to happy to have you here, Maya. I'm glad it worked out, and look forward to yeah. many more discussions still to come. So, Maya, Yay. thank you so much for joining. So awesome, <laughs> beautiful. And uh, with that said, we can pass it over. Uh, Kyle, did you want to do an introduction? Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll pass it over to Kyle, and then we'll uh, we'll go into that first question I mentioned. So, Kyle, when you're ready, go right ahead, dude. Hey, everyone. Um, honestly, this is awesome. Uh, when I was a kid, I used to love dreaming, and I used to just think about it like I'm I'm going in a stream. Or something like that and I didn't understand too much about it but um, I've always recalled my dreams and had pretty like adventurous dreams uh, but recently like I've kind of figured out what's lucid dream what's a lucid dream I'm having and then what's like a travel and that's led me to like to, to want to go further in um, and I've always wanted to do like lucid dreaming and astral projection, all these things. And I've always just fallen off the bandwagon. Like I've never, no one's ever been like held me accountable to be like, Hey, you doing that every day? Or are you checking, you know, you're pressing your finger or something. And, uh, it's something that I want to try to be disciplined with, but it's tough. Um, one thing I, or my, let's say for dream, or you guys are saying dream recall, like in the morning, sometimes I can remember it four or five kind of thing. And some days I have, when I wake up really euphoric, that's when I'm like, oh, I remember, like I just, I was in the dream. I wake up and like, oh, this is, this is reality now. Um, and uh, kind of forget, oh, you know what? And when I was drinking earlier with chaga tea and chaga makes your dreams vivid, like straight vivid. Like you'll wake up and you're like the reality, you're like, was that reality or this reality? And I can't really, you know, the, the other stuff feels more real. And uh, I'm pretty happy we have free DMG trips every night. That's like, that's a blessing. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Kyle. Yeah, again, you know, like that's one of the one of the things that we really emphasize here within the, the dream discussion circle is really just helping us align with the idea that like every single night dreams are the sacred ceremony. You know, they, they are a gift in, in, in so many ways. And um, one of the ways, you know, trying to understand like what dreams are, it's like, it's like, are they just a byproduct of chemical signals going off in the brain? Or are they something, you know, kind of from this higher dimensional perspective that has been kind of like engineered into our being um, almost as a form of like spiritual technology is kind of what I, I refer to it as like, it seems more like technology. It seems like there's mechanisms and, and, and like consistencies and, and this idea that, you know, like the dreams are being created both from our own internal projections and energies but then there's also like this external aspect to dreams where we're entering into like a collective space and within this collective space there's also the idea for like other versions of consciousness and intelligence to be able to interact with us so you know like dreams literally is you know like us entering into hyperspace where we can communicate with other beings, other aspects of ourselves outside of normal space and time into the past, into the future, go to other worlds. So it's interesting because we as humans, we have this desire to want to travel through uh, away from this planet. You know, it's like we're building rockets and we're traveling out into space. But at the same time, you know, that's the astronaut. 
the psychonaut is the one who travels inwards. So, so we've kind of, as a society, we've pushed away the notion of the importance of going inwards. But what if, like, you know, it's like, oh, you want to go talk to aliens and travel to other planets and explore the universe? What if, like, that was already built into us and, and, and we're just starting to remember? And I think a lot of what the practice of dreams does, it helps you remember. And it can be a bit jarring at certain stages within the dream practice, especially if people maybe have such a vivid dream or perhaps a lucid dream where they suddenly kind of like what Kyle was saying, what everyone else is seeing, um, you know, kind of like this idea of like, like what's real? Like, is the dream real? Is this real? Like, and, and honestly, the simple question, the simple answer that I have to that, and we're going to go around the circle and get the discussion going uh, that I've, the way how someone else explained it to me very simply is the idea of understanding that the dream space has a, has a present moment equally as real and vivid as this one right now you know our memory of it might be a little bit different our memory of it is not the actual experience of it it's the memory of it so it's kind of like two different things but when you're in that present moment within the dream space it is a present moment is equally vivid and real so you know when i think about dreams and people say like well are dreams real to simplify it i say that you know if the soul can learn and grow from it then that does make it real it's not whether or not it's physical or, or anything like that, but if we can learn from it, I think that makes it real. So that's where, you know, as dreamers, it's like, yeah, we're experiencing this reality here within this physical dimension, but the dream space is just as important in some cases, maybe even more important, depending on how much you could actually like vividly, like transform your reality. So again, there's a lot of opportunity to be able to begin acknowledging and, and putting a little bit more conscious intention and significance towards our dream practices, realizing that they have, an unlimited treasure trove of, of like gifts to be able to give us if we are holding our hands open to be able to receive. So um, it's interesting because again, you know, like with dreams, it's like, yeah, dreams do re require a bit of discipline. It's like, imagine like, like literally that's what we're asking you to do. It's like, it's like, okay, you need to do something that requires discipline as soon as you wake up in the moment in, in the morning, which is like naturally the moment when we're like the most lazy, it's like waking up first thing in the morning, just be like, Hey, like, you know, it's like, it's like, go shovel the driveway or go vacuum the house first thing in the morning. Right. It's just like your instinct is just like, no, nah, I don't want it. Like it's, blah, 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 blah. but that's like where instead of resisting that, what one thing can actually do is to kind of acknowledge that and just be like, Ooh, that's the edge. That's, that's the part of me that I'm, that I'm strengthening, that I'm refining and, and to kind of lean into that. And with any practice, it's a muscle. It, it's something you develop and you flex. And the more you begin to do it, the more you begin to get better at it. And the more you begin to fall in love with the results of it, and eventually it just becomes something second nature. And, and you begin to really receive the reward without having that immediate reward. It can be hard to convince people to even bother paying attention to dreams. But if you can commit to it for like a week, two weeks, and you begin to be like, whoa, like this is taking me places I have never been. This is like Kyle said, this is like a DMT trip every single night. This is taking me to other places. Like suddenly they start to become a little bit more important. Don't wait for those moments to happen for you. Know that they're already there and, and allow yourself to feel that significance now. Um, Candice, go ahead and then we'll, we'll go into yeah. our first question prompt. Yeah, I ahead, just Candace. wanted to add dreams is a body. And when we can carry dreams and make it our body then then it shows us th the messages that that we're meant to see in every moment i just i just sh wanted to share that that's uh, what i do 
on a on a daily basis. Very true. Very true. Yeah. When we start to get better at relating to our dreams and even decoding the symbolism, suddenly we begin to kind of like decode the symbolism even within this dream, this this waking dream level. So let's get into um, this first question prompt. And again, this is just kind of like a warm up question prompt. We won't spend as much time on it, but I do just want to be able to give us a chance to just kind of like sit with this and, and whether you're an expert dreamer or someone who is again, just getting started. Um, let's just take a moment here. So what we're going to do, give you guys a chance to journal if you want to do this for the past broadcast where we've done we've kind of been using this format where we kind of ask questions give ourselves to like reflect with our heart and then we come back and we share as a group so if, if you guys want to like write something out journal or anything like that type on your computer go ahead and do that and i already mentioned what the prompt was but i'll just reiterate it here again and then we'll just take a few moments of silence and then we'll come back and then we'll talk about that and then we'll uh we'll, we'll go from there so the first question for for everyone and again this is just kind of like a warm-up question the question is what makes a good dreamer? What makes a good dreamer? So again, this is very subjective. You can be basing this based on your own experience, based on things you've read, things you've heard, whatever the case may be. What makes a good dreamer? So go ahead and take about 30 seconds and then we'll come back and we'll, we'll begin passing and talk and stick around. So just listen to your heart. Don't think too much about it. Just feel it. What makes a good dreamer? About 15 more seconds. Okay. All right, I can see people writing down, seeing people thinking about it. So um, I'll, I'll hold off on sharing some of the stuff that I wrote down and we'll just begin passing and talking to the ground. You guys don't have to share on this. We'll just kind of practice. And um, yeah, let's just see where, where this discussion goes. And again, this is, uh, this is us uh, sharing from the heart. Go ahead, Candice, yeah. you can share first. Yeah, what makes it good? I share, um, for me, it's all about like get out of my physical body and just be the dream like just sitting in the sitting in the dream that's that's my world so to answer the question that's a cool space <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Candace. Yeah, I, I kind of wrote down some similar things. But um, yeah, like being present in in that space in, in kind of like an iteration of what you're sharing there. So Candace, thank you. We'll, we'll pass it around. And then Candace, we can always go back to you as well. Maya, go ahead. We'll pass it over to you. Are you raising your hand? Or were you just, I couldn't tell if you're petting the cat or whatever. But I'm, yeah, go ahead, Maya. <laughs> I was petting the cat. And right, yes, both. <laughs> um, I feel like 
um, the first thing that came to me, well, a few things came to me actually. So um, I feel like, I guess I can only speak to my own experience, but I feel like being connect, feeling connected to something beyond this world and connecting to those uh, higher planes or high, low, whatever you want to call them, um, anything in between. I feel like that for me is um, a big part of it. Um, and I feel like also um, our, I don't know, my health is actually, I think a big part of it. Like, I feel like to maintain that state of like um, downloading a dream and under, and like remembering it and stuff, I feel like it's, um, you know, I feel like we have to be hydrated. <laughs> I feel like it's good to feel like our, our bodies are healthy and clean and um, um, yeah. And uh, something else came to me, but I can't remember right now. So I guess I'll just leave it at that. Thank you. Thank you, Maya. Great, great answers there. Again, we'll just keep passing around and then I'll share stuff a little bit later. Alicia, go, go right ahead. And then anyone after that, just go ahead and raise your hand when you're ready. Yeah. Uh, the first thing that kind of came to mind is uh, like being able to hold that positive light and being like, know that you're divinely protected and not being spooked off or scared of the unknown, but exploring it and being open to it. Um, you know, Maya, you speaking about like uh, sleep paralysis and, and things like that. Like those are experiences I did have as a kid and I'm trying to go back now and like, or not even as a kid, as an adult trying to practice this stuff. I've had these scary moments and I'm trying to like correct that and just know like, you know, there's no, my light is so bright. Like <laughs> I can't go wrong here. There's nothing to be scared of. Um, so that was, that was part of what I had in mind, but uh, also imagination. Uh, I like applying this to, especially like our daydreams and our manifestation work and like practicing our dreams in our awakened reality and trying to meld the two. And I, I just want to share this because it's awesome. I recently found out like my cats come for walks with me, like straight up, like no leash. Like I've been going on walks with my cats, which is like so cool. I didn't know they do this. But I like pictured them as like a lion and a lioness, like walking with me and just like having that imagination, right? And uh, yeah, just like playing with it and melding all of these realities. And I really liked what you said, Brendan, like, um, you know, being able to remember and learn from our dreams is what would make, what helps make us good dreamers. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Alicia. Beautiful answers there. And um, yeah, again, let's, let's just keep passing around. I'll, I'll share after whoever else wants to share at some point. Uh, Lacey, we'll pass over to you. And then Helena will pass over to you. Go ahead, Lacey. Yeah. I'm like, oh, when people bring up, like Alicia brings up, like talking about sleep paralysis and maybe negative dreams. And we always kind of touch base with that in a lot of our dream discussions where we talk about shadow work. And uh, obviously, just as we can explore the cosmos, we do explore our, our inner psyche a lot in dream time. Um, we can do the most profound uh, inner healing through dreams. And I know with sleep paralysis, which is technically like an OBE, but um, I'd love to go more in depth with theories around all that stuff. I won't go into it now, but like what 
our, you know, our nightmares, um, as people call them, are actually showing us. So I would love to actually, I, we didn't make that a prompt today, but I know maybe in the future we can really focus on those um, darker aspects of dream time because I'm someone that actually has a lot of dark, dark dreams. So anyways, what I put to be a, a good dreamer, I said, an openness and willingness to learn. Um, so knowing that we are always the student um, and that we are a student of this life, but we're also a student of, um, I guess it requires some like self-awareness. So you have to be able to do like uh, internal, like self-reflection. And um, so that's, that's something. I don't know if I'm like saying that properly, but like having the willingness to dive inside yourself in order to be able to go outside yourself. So I said an, an openness and willingness to learn, um, focused intentions. So really being able to um, have routine makes a good dreamer. So being consistent with yourself and also being easy on yourself and knowing that like everyone has said here today, especially if you're new to the practice, um, is that it will ebb and flow just as anything does in life. And that um, Helena even said that she receives, right? Like, so like what's coming to you is meant to come to you. And I think having that understanding can just make a world of difference with the practice. So you're not like, like, you know, like almost forcing it. It's just coming. It's like, it's a natural process. Um, and what else did I write? Oh, a devotion to the art. So like, just as you would say, go to the gym or take care of your temple, your physical body, um, eat well, all those things, um, devoted even to your spiritual practice, whether that's praying, going to church, going to ecstatic dance, or any of these other outlets that, you know, help us um, do the inner work. Dreaming is the same thing, and it can be the same thing if you you feel called to it. So being devoted to it um, as a way of, uh, I guess, bringing you closer to yourself and uh, learning more about, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, the mysteries of the universe. So, so knowing, yeah, yeah, knowing we're always a student and devotion to the art. Yeah. That's what I wrote. I wrote a lot. I wrote down what everyone else wrote down or said too. So, yeah. That was awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Lacey. Yeah. Uh, one of the phrases commonly associated with dream practice is nosite ipsum, know thyself. And that's 100% what, what, what dreams are about. And there's actually a prompt that we're going to get into a little bit later that will kind of help us dive deeper into that. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Lacey. And then. And one more thing is for me personally, like on a personal note, is that like, Dreaming for me is not something I just do when I go to sleep. So as Alicia said, she daydreams. I'm also setting intention throughout my day. I'm always kind of um, energetically feeling the dream space, even if I'm awake here. So I know that's not for everybody, but for me, it's like they're both kind of like interwoven. So for me, it's like the moment I wake up, 
to the moment I go to sleep, it's all this continuous cycle. Um, I don't know, that's a little bit more <laughs> specific, but like, I know for me, it's really helped me like live my life in the dream time just as much as I live my life here. So, yeah. Very well, very, very well put. Thank you. Thank you, Lacey. Yeah, that's, um, again, so much, so much to be able to talk about there. And I'd love to even just be able to explore a little bit later on again, because, you know, even Lacey and I were kind of talking about this, you know, it's just like, it's like, yeah, okay, like our, our consciousness is here in this present moment in this physical reality, but then parallel to this for many of us, apparently not all of us, right now, like we have like what we refer to as the imagination, which is like a part of ourselves that's existing in this other space where it's literally transforming at the will of our thoughts instantaneously, very much like what happens within the dream space. So again, it's kind of like the dream space is the realm of the imagination. And then there's like versions of that reality. And then one of those is immediately accessible through what we recognize as daydreaming and using our imagination and flexing our imagination. And so it's like, you know, one of the ways to be able to, and this is just a short answer and I'll pass it to Helena to become a good dreamer is to like flex your imagination. And, and honestly, I think a lot of people um, are not doing that these days. They're, they're having everything fed to them. And they don't actually practice flexing their imagination. And they're like, oh, I'm not very creative and stuff like that. It's like, it's like, man, there is infinite creativity coming through you. It just needs to be something where you just like, you know, like go read a book, go play with your imagination, go, you know, back when we were kids, we used to do this all the time. And now we've kind of like lost it in a lot of ways, but um, that in turn can immediately carry over into your dream practices where say, for example, you become lucid and be like, be like, oh, like, what should I do right now? I'd be like, like the last thing you want to do in your dream is to kind of like result to some sort of default mechanism where like, maybe it's like, I'm going to watch Netflix in my dreams. It's like, are you serious? Like, is that what you're going to do? It's like, no, it's like, let's go freaking like ride a dragon, you know, like, let's go like teleport to the pyramids of Egypt. Let's go talk to like some sort of like deity or something like that. Right. So like having those abilities to be able to flex your imagination throughout the day can immediately, again, just kind of like strengthen your ability especially when you're falling asleep at night and you're like creating the scenario for how you're entering into the dream space just by creating that imagination apparently lace lace and i just found out about this is like side note like apparently not everyone has an internal dialogue or like this like whole process where they like imagine things within their head like I, apparently some humans don't function like that which blows my freaking mind but um anyways we'll talk more about that later um Helena let's pass it over to you and and when you're ready go ahead the the question prompt being what makes a good dreamer hey so yeah just I guess going off of what you were saying the first thing that came to my mind was just the word creativity and um I think whether that's through daydreaming or whatever in your in your waking life exercising your creative side is really helpful um maybe you sing in your car or maybe you you know are an artist or you um write or something like that just like x or dance exercising your creativity i think can really help because it helps like soften your edges and it helps you literally like open your mind and um that is i think a huge part of being more receptive and open to your dreams while you're sleeping um another big word that came through was um was listening and um being a good listener even in your waking life and practicing listening and um because yeah, there's so much that can come through with dreams, but if you can't 
listen to them um, and hear the messages or see the messages. Um, and yeah, well, I guess when I say listener, I'm not even just specifically talking about your ears, just um, being receptive and um, exercise being receptive in your daily life, I think is a big thing that you can do to help be more receptive of your dream state. Um, being physically active is a big one for me um, while I'm awake. Um, helps me dream better. Um, and then like literally like asking those around you what they dreamed the night before. When you wake up, if you live with somebody, if you talk to your mom on the phone or whatever, if you don't live with somebody, any anytime you're interacting with someone, ask them what they dreamed the night before. And it can help you access your dreams more often. Um, one last thing that came through was like the, um, I have a lot of dream memories that come through during the days. Um, I'll be doing the dishes and then all of a sudden I have this like dream sequence that, you know, happened years ago, just running through my head, like exactly as it was in the dream. And I kind of, I've come to this point where I, I kind of mini reward myself when I um, have those moments and I'll like have a, my little sip of coffee or a little bite of chocolate or something like this little reward of like, oh, I'm accessing this dream space right now. Um, and that actually helps uh, generate more dream time in my waking life. Thank you. Thank you, Helena. Wonderful, wonderful suggestions and prompts there. Uh, reminders there uh, as well. Um, Chris, I'll pass it over to you in one second. I'm just going to share just like uh, the top of my list. I, I wrote, man, I wrote down like freaking like 20 things here. Um, some of the things that I wrote down real quick, like practicing recall, something we've already talked about here, um, writing down our dreams. Some of these are obvious, paying attention, which is a lot of what, um, what Helena was saying. And it's interesting because, you know, like dreams are a very interesting practice where there's a, like, a, it's a very yin and yang practice, meaning that a part of the dream practice is through initiation of your action. It's you taking action and you saying, I'm going to engage with this. But then the other side of it is the receptiveness, the receiving, um, the softness that, that you bring in. You can't force yourself into developing like, you know, like better dream practice. You can develop discipline and, and vigilance. That's important. But again, it's kind of like this you have to, it's, it's how you approach dreams from your heart space. If you approach dreams purely from your ego, you're going to get a completely different result. So there's all these like, kind of like dynamics and layers and ingredients to how you'll be able to, what you'll receive is based on what you put into it um, as well. Um, you know, being a good dreamer, I wrote down having special abilities, question mark. And, and honestly, I say that because, you know, some people think like, what, what's a good dreamer? And you look at like TikTok and everything right now, and everyone's like, obsessed with like astral projection and lucid dreaming it's like man that's a part of dream practice and everything like that but it's like you don't need to be a lucid dreamer or an astral projector in order to be a good dreamer you know it, it's it's a part of it but it, and it's something that can be very fascinating but we almost want to make sure that we're not putting too much significance on the fascination of, of things what we become fascinated with actually begins to kind of like infiltrate our dreams which is why people will dream about the things they do within their day-to-day -day life because they're fascinated. So it's like, we want to become aware of what we're fascinated with and actually like almost like release the grip of that in order to be able to create space for the new information to come through, which maybe we can talk a bit more about later. And then the other things I just wrote and then I'll pass it over to Kristen, um, being conscious, again, being aware, awareness, awareness of the present moment, awareness of the breath and being curious. This I think is probably one of the most important things of being a good dreamer is developing curiosity what we were kind of talking about earlier, you know, like as you're walking throughout your day, just kind of like look at things with more detail, go look at a tree and just kind of like look at it and just kind of like study it and like look at the sky 
and look at like the ceiling in your room right now and just get inquisitive and just be like, oh, like what is like, look at the patterns, look at the detail, look at like, ask yourself and be like, is this a dream right now? Like, like who are, you know, like, where am I? What's my setting? Setting object location. That's one of the practices within dreams, like constantly just kind of like bringing in this curiosity where your waking life kind of becomes this meditation. And then that eventually kind of like leads into the dream practice as well. Um, and then the other thing that I wrote is um, having confidence, understanding your abilities, understanding what you can do within dreams is also important for becoming a good dreamer because, you know, it's kind of like entering into dreams is kind of like entering into some sort of video game where we haven't necessarily been given the tutorial level. So if we can give ourselves the tutorial level by saying, oh, well, this, did you guys know that you could do this? Did you know you can fly? Did you know you can teleport? Did you know you can talk to your ancestors and stuff like that? Just knowing what some of your options are within the dream space. It's like, you know, you get in there and then it's like, you kind of drop down this game menu and then be like, oh, okay, duh, 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 and that's where I can go. Um, that's how I like to kind of like imagine it, so to speak. If you don't know what you can do, intuitively you'll probably do things but just having that little bit more of awareness where again you bring your waking conscious awareness into the dream space and then again it kind of like creates this full uh, full circle so um wisdom experience and uh some other things that i wrote chris and let's pass it over to you and keep the uh, conversation rolling here i appreciate everybody uh joining in and for those of you on youtube leave your comments uh in the chat as well what does being a good dreamer mean to you go ahead chris yeah i had curiosity as well um just yeah curiosity about like the mystery of the mysteries of life and like the energetics and underlayers of, of life, like in waking life help put like an automatic value on dreams. And also just a curiosity about the human experience itself. Like even when you guys were talking about, oh, I'm back to reality now when we come out of a dream and it's like, you know, the existential question is like, what is reality? If we're all experiencing it, if we're all experiencing those layers. We all dream. How is that a separate, like, reality but it's just like waking life and dream life but they're all life and um yeah yeah just curiosity was a massive one for me um leaning into that like feeling that everything is a symbol everything's a metaphor for something deeper like when we're looking at dreams like you know whether we meet one of our friends in a dream is it like is it really about them or is it what they represent to us like the qualities that they represent to us when they're where they're communicating to us is it really about them individually or them as a symbol for something else um yeah and just i felt like what makes a good dreamer and what cultivates that kind of devotion to the practice is like having like self-value and like self-inquiry skills so just in your day-to-day -day life having like acknowledging that you are part of the mystery and trying to work out like what your experience is and just having that self-inquiry in every aspect of um your experience helps to deepen um yeah, the self-inquiry through dreaming. And when we did the little meditation at the start, the message that came through intuitively for me was the magic of the world is all in you. So it's just like, we're, it's really just like such a depth of self-investigation, but we're so mysterious. Like, um, and I think people can shy away from that kind of thinking because maybe they think it's self-indulgent self or, you know, get scared of feeling egoic if they're really going into the self, but we're just as mysterious as everything else. And it's, um, yeah, so getting meaning and, um, uh, yeah, from that self-inquiry. And then one extra thing was just like using dreams um, as an opportunity to understand your emotional processing. So it's just also a tool for self-growth and like clarity and 
ways that I've, if I've get stuck on something emotional um, and the tools that I have aren't helping me, then having that intention when I go to sleep to be like, I just, I want to process a bit of this when I'm dreaming. Can I get some clarity around this issue through my dream? And, you know, even if I don't remember the dream, I often feel a level of peace around said issue the next day, um, having asked for that um, level of healing through through the dream world because, yeah, setting intentions for what is happening or what you want to do in the dreams is powerful. So, yeah, that's me. You. Thank you, Kristen. Um, a, a, again, from here, we'll kind of just open it up into a little bit of discussion. I know there are some things there. I'm sure um, Lacey and, and possibly some others would, would have something to reply to. Um, the, 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 again, the relationship that we have with dreams is, is what makes us a good dreamer. So when we begin to understand that the dream space is this opportunity to, to serve us, to be this healing space. And, 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 and you know, it's, it's like liter- literally, if you just open up your imagination and your heart to this idea that every time we go to sleep, we're like in like the cradle of our ancestors, you know, it's like, it's like our ancestors just kind of take a moment, just be like, here, like, let us help your heart, let us help your soul. And you don't even have to fully be conscious of it. But even to know that, like, there are things that are happening within the dream space that you don't need need to necessarily remember. But just to be aware that that dream space is this place where energy can move, things can be unpacked, processes can unfold. And again, awareness can kind of naturally arise to the surface. Just the rest of my lips that I shared here, and then we'll pass it over um, if Lacey wants to go next or anybody else. Um, the other thing I was going to say in terms of what makes a good dreamer um, is, um, the, yeah, like excitement. We already talked about that. But again, like being connected with our heart, being connected with nature, um, creating a, a good physical space for dreams. It's hella hard to, to get into a good dreams pra- practice if your space is messy like your space is a reflection of like the energy it holds. So cleaning your room is actually a great step to be able to just kind of incubate the energy for that ceremony when you practice your dream space, when you practice your dreams. And, um, and, and also again, like mental health, mental wellness, physical wellness, um, minimal anxiety, like oftentimes, you know, like if our anxiety is hard, like we may still dream, but it might not necessarily be the type of dreams we're looking for. So like, what can we do within our day to kind of like, just like release our anxiety, move that physical energy. And that's, again, Helena was talking a lot about like how physical exercise, I I agree with that. The days where I would like work out in the evening and then go to bed, like restful, um, would often be prompted, like would bring about very powerful dreams, um, being able to practice relaxing and, um, yeah. And, and that's basically what, what I wrote there. Um, but yeah, there, there's, there's a lot of things that, that again, the dream practice is a very holistic practice. Like it's, it's, oh, you want to get good at dreams get good at just like, you know, the holistic practice of just creating like a little bit more balance and everything within your own life. But at the same time, understanding that, you know, be where you are and, and it's okay to be where you are. And just having that intention is such a fir- fir- very powerful first step. Um, so wherever anybody is within the dream practices, you're, you're exactly where you need to be. And, and again, just kind of having a little bit of this is super powerful. And at the very minimal, like if you were looking to start, you know, amongst some of the other things, it's like meditation and dream journaling are basically like one of the pillars meditation dream journaling and community would be like the simple pillars to just kind of get things started for for the practice so with the dream journal even if that means you're just writing down one or two words but like i encourage you like try not to use your phone if you are using your phone that's great try going back to the old pen and paper um that way so you don't get like the blue light in your eyes and the phone kind of distracts and it has like an energy to it like pen and paper like for me has been better like if i'm like depending on my phone, I find I don't really do it as often. I'll like be like time to write up my dream. And the next thing I know, I'm just like on Instagram, checking my messages or something like that, like having the pen and paper, like, and really create a bit of a, like 
like you almost have to really commit where it's just like, this is my rule for myself where it's like, I don't check my phone until like 15 minutes after I'm awake. And then I use those first 15 minutes of the day, maybe to just like really meditate and to write down whatever it is that I'm feeling. Cause like those moments where you just wake up, it's like, there's like the way I've explained it. It's like, there's this very delicate, like almost like golden cord of energy that connects our physical body to the memory of our dream experiences when we get up out of bed and we look at our phone that unplugs that cord. So what we want to do is be very gentle with our physical body in the morning and then go through the process of meditating retrospective meditation, where we kind of think backwards. Okay. What's the last thing I remember about my dream, figure that out, feel that go back, go back, go back, go back, go back. And we can actually practice this within our waking memory of, you know, that's a great practice of doing a retrospective meditation before going to sleep at night, where you do a meditation, basically say, what did I do throughout my day today? Meditate on where you are right now, where you were 10 minutes, where you were 10 minutes before that with as much detail as possible, do that as a practice. And then when you wake up in the morning, apply that same practice to the real of your dream. And then that will actually kind of like help you because a lot of you will be able to testify this and I'll pass over to Lacey in a second, where oftentimes like the recall for our dream memory, it's not necessarily linear. Like sometimes it's kind of fragmented and kind of, and it may even be like almost kind of like, from the end back to the start kind of thing. So take those first, like seriously, like 15 minutes in the morning, do your best to just like take that phone, put it in airplane mode, put it on the other side of the room. So you're not tempted to grab it, put that pen and paper near your bed, buy a new journal. If you want one, something that it's like dedicated that has that energy, that intention, and really just kind of commit to that, to the best of your ability. Um, that will yield results. Like, like as a science that will yield results. So, um, Lacey, I'll pass over to you and then let's just kind of like chit chat about, you know, like anything that you guys want to share. And then we'll get into another prompt uh, shortly after this. Go ahead, Lacey. For sure. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I know for my own practice and um, journaling and journaling for so long has really um, helped open up like the possibilities of dream time for me. Um, Some people are like, they'll have like one journal that they're like dedicated to. And like, that's what they write in. I personally have, um, I have what I call my dream bubble book and my dream bubble stuff is like stuff that might not necessarily be like full out novel length stories. Cause I do dream where it's quite linear and quite consistent. And I, I can write a lot of detail. And then other times I'm like, oh, I just like, I dreamt. Um, I was living in a cabin on a mountaintop and I, you know, I went running through the woods or something like that. And it was just like a little blurb. So I have like two separate books, but that's just my practice. So I have my bubble book and then my like, my more like themed, like deep um, dreams that I, I tend to go back to more frequently um, later on and reflect on them even still to this day. Um, being able to go back to those dreams and see the meaning behind them and where I was at in my life and they still are rippling into my life currently which is really fascinating to think that dreams from 10 years ago are having an impact on me presently so um journaling is just such an amazing tool for us to to utilize and I mean whatever works whatever works for you and feels good and feels natural where it doesn't feel forced I think you'll find your most productive. Um, yeah, you'll be your most productive. There's so many cats. There's so many cats. 
Oh my God, the cats. The greatest cats. dreams right here. Yeah. yeah. They like, yeah, when the cat, like you wake up and the cat's like sitting on your chest or, and the cat's like in your dream with you. Anybody ever had that where the cats enter your dream space? Dream animal, yeah. animal dreaming. So, I dream yeah. with animals a lot. Yeah. yeah. Very <laughs> cool. Awesome. Well, Lacey, thank you again. I know there's a lot to talk about, so we'll, we'll just keep moving things around here and good God, look at the time. We'll, we'll probably go past 10, but again, I'm not going to, if anybody has to leave early, that's totally fine. And, and we'll just kind of go with the flow. Um, yeah go ahead Lacey yeah, yeah yeah I'll be honest I'm sleepy so that's good Lacey's will... getting tired <laughs> I will do my best to stay as long as no can. worries Lacey's... I worked all day and I'm like yeah. it's hit me so <laughs> if Lacey just kind of like dissolves into the dream space in the middle of this broadcast that's totally cool like it's part <laughs> the of the lay back yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 that's cool Okay. All right. So we'll keep things moving here. And, and again, thank you again, everyone for just being with us. And, and again, at, even what Lacey was saying earlier, like, like for, for many of you who may just be tuning into our dream discussion circle, like we hope it inspires you again, if this is something where you're like, Whoa, I want to be a part of this. Like definitely again, like check out the Patreon membership and consider joining that. Cause like the other circles that we do, like, like Lacey said, that's where we'll get into some of the deeper stuff, you know, like some of the shadow stuff, some of the consistency building and everything like that. So, um, and just having that space to be able to share stories is super important. I know um, Lacey may, maybe even like before Lacey um, falls asleep, might uh, want to be able to share some of their stories, depending on the flow of everything today, um, because I know we're, we want to be able to get into that. So before we get into the, the prompt, we'll, we'll just create a little bit of space if there is anybody that wants to be able to share some stories and, and we may limit the prompts today. We may just save some for another time, but let's keep things passing around did anybody have anything that just before we we do that that they felt called to share based on like other things that people were talking about or maybe if it just kind of like sparked an idea for you guys or anything or any other suggestions on what makes a good dreamer so um just checking in real quick if there's anybody else that wanted to be able to share relative to that and if not then that's cool and we'll keep passing it around so let's keep moving things around here um yeah, so the the question that we're going to get into next, and I'll just tell you guys now so you can start thinking about it and, and even start journaling it now. Um, the question that we're getting into and, and the wording for this, it's just kind of, it, it, I could probably word it differently, but the basic idea of the question is what are some of the common or repetitive themes within your dreams, such as people, places, settings, things you do, symbols, so if you guys want to start thinking about that now, I can kind of like prompt you again in a bit, but what are some of the common or repetitive themes within your dreams? Um, so, and, and again, the, the reason for that, and, and, and after this, I'll, I'll pass over to Lacey and Lacey, maybe you can just like share a quick story before we fall asleep. Um, again, this is, this is a chance for you to just like take that opportunity to hold space for yourself where you begin to become more aware and you start connecting the dots and you can almost kind of create like a blueprint of the landscape of your dreams. And, and, and once you begin to start becoming more aware of what some of the repetitive themes are, you begin to identify them and recognize them when they begin to happen again, which in turn can almost like begin to cue lucidity or you just start to look for them. Your consciousness kind of tunes into them a little bit more. So again, you know, this could be, you know, like, like people it's like, Oh, well, you know, it's like, I commonly like hang out with an old friend or, you know, like maybe it's like something with like my grandparents who passed on, or maybe it's like a past lover. Um, and again, like places, it could be like, Oh, like I'm commonly at beaches or I'm in mountains or I'm in, I'm in cabins or I'm at, I'm at my old, Old house or something like that again everyone's probably got like so as many as you can list and if, and like i said if you guys want to start answering this even as um we're going around with a little bit of story sharing that's that's totally fine so um and then again you know like like settings like 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 
again, I guess setting in, setting in places would be more or less the, the, the same thing um, in actions. Like what type of actions are you doing? Are there actions where, you know, it's like, oh, like, like I'm, I'm playing sports or maybe I'm flying or maybe I'm time traveling or something like that, right? That you can get into like pretty like out there stuff. Um, maybe I'm like creating art. Maybe I'm, you know, like dancing and things like that. Um, and, and again, like symbols in themselves, like the actions can be the symbols and, and the symbols um, could be, if they, again, it could be very, very relative to an individual, you know, like maybe certain people would be like, oh, like I commonly see um, certain animals within my dreams. Like, are there animals that show up within your dreams? Be like, oh, like I constantly see like foxes and stuff, or I see bears in my dreams or anything like that. Um, so the symbols can kind of like exist on a variety of, of, of levels in terms of what the symbols could be. And even if it's like, maybe like, oh, like I dream of like ancient, like ancient times. And, and I, I see like hieroglyphics and those type of symbols as well, or, or other types of ancient symbols, like, oh, maybe I see sacred geometry. Maybe I see like ancient geo, geometric patterns as well, or ancient Celtic knots or something or whatever the case may be. So again, just if you guys want to start writing that down now go for it. We'll just basically set this prompt up now, opposed to having to wait as we're doing this, we'll share a little bit, we'll just open up for a little bit of dream sharing in terms of um, whoever wants to be able to share like a short version of a dream. And uh, again, when we have our other dream discussion circles, we usually get a little bit more in depth with these, but still it'll just be a chance for us to be able to um, touch base. And, and, and the reason why we share our dreams is, is also again, to be able to like document the shift in consciousness through the experience of our dreams. And when we share our dreams for others to be able to hear them it can also be a powerful prompt to just be able to say like whoa if that's possible for them it's possible for me this is another example of what can happen within the dream space whoa lacy time traveled that means i can time travel too whoa like this person went to an ancient temple that means i can do it too so it's helping us to collectively understand a little bit more of the landscape and then from there i want to be able to invite you guys to like through this question what are some of the common and repetitive themes within your dreams talk about it, talk about it out loud. As you talk about it, as we hold space for each other and you start talking about it, it will start like connecting the dream space in this reality. And, and the higher consciousness will be like, oh, they're paying attention. Let's start sending them a little bit more of that. Um, so yeah, again, like even for me, like water, water is like a big, like water would fit uh, as almost like a place and a symbol at, at the same time. Water is something that I usually dream quite, quite frequently about. Um, and can also be kind of like one of my triggers for lucidity as well. So Lacey, let's just check in with you. Um, again, I, I know if you're heading out early, that's totally fine, but Lacey, um, I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah. So I mean, just leave me. So. Oh yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> Um, so Lacey, if, if there is anything you want to share relative to the prompts, um, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, and I wrote wanna, out like, like a whole giant list. Cool, cool. <laughs> and, and then from there, if you want to go into a quick, um, relative to like any short stories of anything that's, um, on your mind that you want to be able to share that may be relative sure. as well. I can like share a little bit of like what I've been roughly dreaming the past couple weeks, um, without getting into like full blown stories, um, time and place. Cause mine can be quite long, but so for me and my themes lately, definitely off grid communities, um, just meeting up with like-minded people has been a huge, mm -hmm. huge thing for me in dream time. A lot of apocalyptic situations, time travel, space travel, portals, superpowers, aliens, entities, um, shadow people, demons, etc., gods, goddesses, psychedelic experiences. I dream of water a lot. Um, I'm in water or I'm just a lot of water. 
for me, um, sacred geometry, like fractals, or moving through spaces that are very MC Escher-like, um, UFOs, obviously I have a deep connection with extraterrestrial and UFO stuff in dream time. So um, I've seen like so many different types of crafts. I've gone to many different planets, other worlds, other dimensions, um, parallel realities, combat scenarios. I do a lot of dancing and art. Um, my cat is biting my buck right now. Um, uh, also interacting with children a lot. Shay, no wire. Sorry, she's trying to chew the wire. Um, so yeah, I've been dreaming a lot of my baby that's in my belly. Um, so that's a big theme, but I, I definitely before that I dreamt of babies and children, um, whether I was pregnant or helping other women birth babies. Uh, so I'm a midwife a lot in my dream time, which is interesting. Um, yeah, a lot of philosophizing and like moral stuff that goes on. So there's always this deep work that I'm doing, even in dreams that seem kind of mundane or weird, but there'll always be like this internal dialogue or I'll have the conversations with myself through dream time, um, which is pretty fascinating to wake up from that and think of yourself inside dream time, thinking of yourself. It gets pretty meta, but uh, what else did I write? I like, sh I like scribbled this down. I'm like, what are all the main things that I dream about? Um, oh, definitely totem animals, like interacting with animals, shape-shifting in animals. Um, and then it gets a little bit more co complex with like lucid dreaming. So that would be like, uh, the abilities are a little bit more complex. So world building. Um, I'm trying to think of the stuff that I do when I'm lucid, like going through portals. Well, portals are a main aspect of dream time for me. Um, I would say that I'm like a portal jumper or I just access portals a lot. I don't know why that is, but, and then there's obviously themes of like specific types of animals that come to me, um, whether that's dragons, horses, dogs, things like that, like specific types of animals will come through. Um, and then I'll also sometimes be those animals. Yeah, there's a lot, like I could probably write so much more that are specific but that's just what I kind of um, thought of in the moment um, so over the past couple of weeks for me personally I haven't been writing my dreams down so they're other than like basic stuff so the themes for me have been actually quite heavy um, I've seemed to have been like reliving a lot of childhood trauma and trauma of my past which isn't a common thing for me to dream about. Uh, so, but I, to me, it makes a lot of sense based on my current situation as I'm transforming into a new version of myself. My body is starting to access these inner parts of me that maybe, okay, one second. Say, <laughs> oh my God, she's like attacking the whole wire. Okay. Um, yeah, so what was I saying? Oh, I've been accessing like these like deeper parts of myself um, during dream time that I feel like 
I, I thought that I've already healed, but like they kind of come back up. And then I connected that to being pregnant and how like I am going through this like new transition. So um, I'm just listening and I'm looking and I'm really just trying to process what it's showing me. And so some of that has been family members or um, reliving like scenarios or conversations that may have hurt me in the past. So those have been interesting to navigate um, and wake from. Um, But there's also been a lot of positive as well. Um, There's been a lot of me meeting new people that kind of ignite my heart and make me feel good and are like holding space for me to process these emotions. So I know last time in our dream, me and Brendan's dream discussion, I talked about um, having this dream where I was like kind of out in the middle of this field and you know there's like this group of people there and we're all just kind of hanging out reminds me a lot of like being up on the land like with Maya and like you know just just with people that make you feel good and in this particular there was a bunch of stuff that happened before that in different dream scenarios and then I kind of led me to this this kind of oasis this place of peace and there was this older gentleman um combing my hair in the dream and it was very symbolic and my feet um water started pour out of my ankles and surround my feet like there was very interesting physical stuff going on for me in that dream but there was this presence and there was people holding space for me and in the distance there was this temple and this beautiful tree and there, there was like this energy coming from it and I felt like I was in the process of letting some things go and I just needed to, I guess, like have these dream um, allies, these guardians um, hold space for me. So that's another big theme is uh, travelers, dreamers, like other dreamers, um, higher dimensional realms. uh, So spaces where other dreamers meet up, that's always fun. Um, Ports, you know, like, in these like places where other I don't know what to call them but travelers like are all meeting up there together and they're also like you know going throughout the universe and it's super cool to kind of interact with those types of people as well in dream time but I hope I'm not rambling too much but there's been a lot there's been a lot of themes throughout my dream journey um lately it's been like I've been surfing a lot which is cool. There's usually like this huge wave that's like coming towards like the one dream I was in, like this intentional community. And there was this, um, out in the distance, I could see there was this huge wave coming, which would kind of seem ominous and freaky. I was like, oh shit. But then I was like, we should probably go surfing. (laughs) I was like, let's go surfing. So we all went surfing and it was like really, really fun. And I was like happy with myself to be able to navigate that dream in a way that maybe wouldn't have been so positive but I I don't know I just my internal self decided to instead of fight the situation was to to go with the flow and I I learned a lot from that one so yeah anyways there's a lot to talk about I'll pass the talking stick because I can talk a lot so (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Lacey. Yeah, um, I, I, I'm, I'm definitely a big fan of those dreams where, you know, in, in a lot of ways, I feel like dreams are kind of like 
they're like giving us like blueprints for the future. And, and, and especially when it's like those intentional circles, those intentional spaces, those, those type of dreams always um, really kind of like have a special place in my heart where, you know, it's like, I'm sure a lot of us are probably having like, kind of like a, a whole yin and yang thing of dreams where it's like, some of our dreams are like apocalyptic, but then at the other time, you know, you also have these dreams that are very, again, kind of the vision of the new earth. And, and I love these dreams where we are in these like intentional spaces and intentional circles. And honestly, just like tuning into a community like this is, is very, um, can be very helpful for even just kind of like activating into the frequency of, of those dreams. Um, you know, and really just putting forth that intention, like, like any, anyone here at any moment, that's part of the prompts we want to get into is like, you know, like, what are some of our intentions for our dream practice, but it's like, really just kind of be like, be like, oh, like, I want to be able to align my frequency with those dreams, where not only are we just imagining these scenarios, but theoretically, as dreamers, we're actually meeting up within these scenarios, meeting up within these spaces. So imagine if we start utilizing dreams, again, kind of like as this technology where much like a virtual reality or a video game, we can basically say, hey, let's go meet around the fire. Let's go meet around the dream. Let's go converse. Let's go celebrate. Let's go dance. Let's go hang out within this astral dimension. And uh, 100%, that's definitely possible. And again, I think that's kind of like a, another stage within the evolution of dream consciousness that, that we have the capacity to be able to, to move into. So it's very exciting to think that we're just kind of scratching the surface of dreams and to even just imagine, you know, ancestors and, and civilizations before us or even beyond us you know what is their relationship like with dreams and for them dreams could be similar but quite different for them where where they're literally using dreams as again as this very powerful space um where they're doing work and they're creating and they're crystallizing things from the from the etheric into the the physical dimension and the last thing i'll just say here real quick and i want to pass it around it's very interesting to imagine and this may be like a bit of a paradigm shift for some people that you know to us, <clears throat> dreams are one thing where we enter into it when we go to sleep. For other consciousness, what we recognize as layers of the dream space to them may not be a dream, may actually be like where their consciousness resides, or maybe they're like in some sort of like aspect of reality, future, parallel, or whatever, where they actually like had the ability to literally be able to like travel through through dream space. A again, like imagine it's kind of like a, again, kind of like a technology, like imagine that there are actually these people that exist within these realms where it's, it's, it's a, like a real present moment for them, and they're growing old through in these spaces. But to them, they have the ability to be able to actually traverse the dream space, kind of like this hyper network where they can kind of come and go to different spaces. And, and again, you know, like Lacey will probably be able to talk about that at some point. She has in past dream classes where, and others as well, where like you meet these people within dreams and it's just like, they're real. Like they're not just like a reflection of your imagination. Some of them are, but you get other people and it's just like, whoa, like, who are you? Like, like, are you like, some person from the future that's like has the ability to be able to like travel through time and through space and what we identify as the dream realm from our perspective but from their perspective maybe it's something a little bit different I, it starts to open my mind into like this whole understanding um, of what dreams are where for us you know it's like when we go to sleep we're just kind of that's one way into this space but perhaps there are others that already exist in this space and and it's and it's a different relationship the simple way that i've explained dreams before and i'll just say this real quick to try and comprehend it is dreams are closer to the space from where we come from. So basically like before we're born into this incarnation, 
is the dream space actually like where we come from as soul. And then we kind of come into this physical dimension. And yet every night when we go to sleep, we kind of go back to that space. So, you know, like it's, which came first, the physical reality of the dream space, very simply put, I would say, whatever the dream space is that came first, this is what came quote unquote after. And then we go back to that space when we dream. But again, that's just one of the ways that I try to be able to comprehend the mystery of it. Um, but if that resonates for you, then, you know, feel free to play with that idea. Let's keep passing the talk and stick around guys. Um, we'll, we'll keep an eye on the clock, but um, Lacey, go, go ahead. And then after that, anybody who wants to go next, just go ahead and raise your hand and then we'll pass it over to you guys. Uh, Helena, we'll pass it over to you after that. Go ahead, Lacey. Yep. Yeah. I'll keep it short. I was just like, sorry, I left for a second, but I came in when you were saying like, yeah, like, these other beings like these people like you know a lot of the time when we dream we'll like we'll either be traveling very inwards or you know like there's like there's a lot of different layers to the dream experience and like um it depends on where you're at and where you need to be in that particular moment but it is fascinating when say you're lucid dreaming and you're in these spaces where you're interacting with characters but they look like real people and for me I tend to like to ask who they are I don't know why that's my first um thing that I do but like I've gotten people's names so I have I guess you would call reoccurring dream allies um that have completely shifted my perspective of reality and uh I've told Brendan about like Valerie and Thaddeus and a couple of these other very interesting Thaddeus was actually from the past um and Valerie was from like the very very far future and she had a light ship and she could do some pretty cool stuff so yeah like she showed me stuff that I was like okay like I will try to digest that the best I can because I am whether or not I'm like this multi-dimensional being I'm still very I'm housed in this physical body currently so when I'm bringing that information back um it's still pretty far out it's cool to get to share that with Brendan and all you guys because a lot of people were like oh it's just a dream but for me it was profound it was something that I was given to bring back to the, to the collective. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so there's these dreams that are just like, it's so layered. It's not um, one shoe size fit, fits all either. Like the doors are like, the possibilities are quite endless of the experiences you can have and the things you can um, see and people you can meet. It's, it's very exciting like definitely get excited because it's so much fun yeah absolutely yeah the concept of dreams like it sounds like it's something out of like some sort of like epic science fiction graphic novel or something like that mm -hmm. like it it's crazy and there are people that have like written graphic novels of been inspired dreams anyways um one thing i'll just say in the past over to helena and helena actually kind of like talked about this earlier where again you know as dreamers i think it's important for us to identify with the role of us being like voyagers and, 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 and our, our role is to kind of like go to these places, but then also as a voyager, what do we bring back with us? And, and kind of like what Helena was talking about earlier, where we're not always dreaming for our, for just us. Sometimes we experience these things to come back and to say, this is what I saw. 
this is what may be possible for others as well. So um, Helena, I'll pass over to you and then we'll pass over to Alicia after that. And then we'll just kind of keep going with the flow. So Helena, anything you want to share related to the question prompt or whatever is on your heart, feel free. Hey, yeah. Um, yeah, I have like this list too of like reoccurring things. Um, like I said, yeah, earlier messages for others is has always been, I, I think the strongest reoccurring theme uh, for me with, and also like prophetic dreams um, and having messages for people um, so that certain things may not come to pass. Um, it's a big theme for me. Um, and um, yeah, specific astral places, like I call them astral hubs where like there are other dreamers uh, that I see actively in that space, um, animal totems and becoming those animal totems as well. Um, water again, huge in all of its forms, um, otherworldly stuff and, um, interdimensional beings and my cats, <laughs> my cats are in my dreams almost every night. Um, it seems like there's a lot of parallel realms that I access. Um, and that seems to be a really big reoccurring thing. A lot of the messages that I receive seem to be coming from like these parallel realms. Um, I actually dream a lot of like subterranean earth spaces. Um, and um, as well, like buildings are really significant in my dreams and whatever level of the building, like whatever floor I'm on is kind of significant towards like what part of my consciousness I'm in. Um, and uh, galactic and cosmic travel, lots of fairies and like the fair folk are there a lot. Um, I often dream um, anytime I have a female friend who's pregnant, I often know exactly when they're going to give birth um, before they give birth. That comes up a lot. Um, and uh, people who are dancing with death um, come to me a lot. And um, I kind of become like a death doula in the dream space a lot, like assisting people as they're passing. Um, and those seem very much like I'm actually connecting to somebody in the physical. Um, a lot of dreams in the UK and Ireland. <laughs> I have really strong roots there um, ancestrally. T lots of mundane stress dreams, just like decompressing, taking the mental garbage out kind of stress dreams, um, healing and releasing from trauma, kind of like non-speakable things that you need to address in your waking life that almost you can't deal with any other way. Um, that happens a lot for me. Um, and then also like a lot of shape-shifting people where like someone is presenting as somebody I know in waking life, but I know it's not them. And they it's another being that has like shape-shifted into that appearance is pretty common. Um, all kinds of other things, but I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Helena. I, again, wonderful just to be able to have everyone just kind of like putting these pieces on the table. It's it's beautiful to just kind of see the collective of what it is that we dream here together. So um, let's keep passing the talking stick around. Alicia and then, or Lacey, go ahead and then we'll, we'll pass over to Alicia just to sort of reply to anything that Helena said. 
yeah, I just wanted to say like, wow, like our dream, like Helena, like our dream scenes are very, very similar in a lot of ways. Like it's pretty, like I also have strong roots to like Scotland, Ireland and that. So I dream a lot of that space as well. And just like these shapeshifter people, like it's cool to hear other people having very similar themes. That's all I wanted to say. Like I, I'm like, yes, in the, the fairy realm, the fae folk, of course. So super cool. Absolutely. And, and again, yeah, like a big part of us just having this prompt was so that we could begin to see some of the common themes. Like I wanted other people in the circle to like hear something that somebody else was saying be like be like, be like oh like like you saying that actually reminded me that that's actually something I dream about and then for us to kind of like start looking at these like collective things like like why like why are we dreaming these things is a great question to kind of like add to that layer uh we'll pass over to Alicia and then who, who would like to be able to go after that just go ahead and, and put your hand up now and pass over to Maya after that so Alicia go go ahead when you're ready Thank you. You guys are blowing my mind over here. I'm like, whoa, There's, there are so many. It is like triggering, like, you know, like, yeah, like I'm dreaming about that shit too, especially this whole concept of like meeting with other travelers. I'm like, oh, that is what is going on. Like a traveler hub, you know, who are all these other people that seem so real, you know? So thank you so much to all of you for sharing. I, I really... I'm, I'm hoping you guys can help me if, if it comes up and you feel called to share about I'm really trying to grasp this concept of like differentiating being in a quantum space and quantum field or astral traveling and dreaming and daydreaming like separating them you know like I just went to my fridge and took a bite of moose that's been calling my name and I closed my eyes and I'm like in a quantum field you know and I'm I'm having a vision of a, a crane on my shoulder and then I'm turning into the crane and flying away and scooping up a fish. Like, what are the differences between all these different spaces? You know, I just, if anybody can speak to that, I just, because I more and more, and this is growing stronger where I'm like, I'm closing my eyes and I'm just like in a different space, you know, and I don't know if I need more grounding <laughs> to be more grounded or I'm trying to gain some control of this. I mean, I'm up for the exploration <laughs> No, I just be nice to have more clarity. And thank you so much. Whoever said, you know, even asking, you know, asking for help, like, uh, who are you asking? Who are you? And, and, and asking for clarity and asking for help from our, you know, angelic helper, helpers and loved ones and, and stuff like that. But thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Lisa. Uh, yeah, we can we can take a moment here just to be able to, again, just address the, the question that you had there. And I, that, that's a question that like, I think being able to explore that is great um, in order to be able to land on a specific answer, maybe a bit of a challenge depending on our perspective on it. Um, but again, it seems to be that it's like, you know, for some of us, it's like, there is where we are right now, but then, you know, like we're almost always like the imagination never stops. Like, like the, the activity of the mind and, and, and kind of like the activity of the spirit, like it's always like this wheel that's constantly turning. So it makes sense that when we do kind of like close our eyes again, we kind of like 
open ourselves to like the projection of the imagination. Um, but then at the same time, I think it's like also depending on what our relationship is like with that imagination, if we're just understanding that that's just kind of like a projection on a screen that we're just seeing for a moment, or like almost as if we're just kind of like, like we're seeing a screen within our mind, opposed to feeling as if we're going to that place um, immediately. It's kind of like the slight difference between, um, you know, like watching a movie uh, and opposed to like disassociating and thinking you're in the movie, so to speak, like, like how often, like, you know, if you're in a movie theater and you're like, you know, you're watching Jaws and you start freaking out because you think you're about to get eaten by a shark. It's like, no, you don't do that because you know you're watching a movie. Um, so I'm again, I'm trying to think of like maybe this metaphor works, but like within, I feel like just those like moments where you kind of like, even if you're like starting to fall asleep sometimes and you kind of like have those like weird visions just kind of like enter. Um, and again, I don't think my answer is like the, the ultimate answer or something like that, but I feel like in those circumstances, just kind of like my consciousness projecting an image on a screen and then I'm just kind of like seeing it. But I feel like when we're sleeping, specifically when we go into those REM states and and like the 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 body falls asleep, but the mind again kind of like shifts into that layer of consciousness and the astral body begins to travel, that is a different experience. That's where I feel like we're actually like going somewhere. That's where like we we like enter into the virtual reality of the experience. Um, whereas like those things within the day, it's again, it's kind of like we're like projecting that onto a screen within our mind. Um, maybe, I don't know, does that, does that resonate kind of with anybody else? I, 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 again, like that's an interesting question to kind of explore. So, um, I know Lacey has her hand up as well. So, um, Alicia, does that kind of make sense? And then Lacey, if you want to add on to that. Yeah, it, to it totally does. Like hearing you say that, and I can differentiate between those two. I'm trying to find common ground because like, even when, I mean, this eclipse that just passed, like really <laughs> kicked my ass a bit. And I like, just kept falling into this sleep round but it was a very deep sleep but I kept coming back awake and there is a difference of like okay when you are you know not in your body you know like not in your body so I understand what you're saying and that I mean that does answer my question I guess I'm trying to find just more ground in between like all of them yeah. <laughs> I, I have more work to do <laughs> And that's totally fine. And, and and I do think that like wherever you are, I think the process of like, like finding that grounding practice for you is, is always going to be significant, you know, so it's just kind of like finding that place to bring yourself back to the breath, even if that means just kind of like, it's like, you know, just like, okay, maybe I need to like get some water, take some fresh air, you know, whatever, whatever the case may be. But I mean, grounding in any circumstance, I think is good, just kind of like bring yourself back to a a place of realization into the, the present moment that you're in opposed to getting too disassociated and kind of like being in two places um, than once. But again, it's hard for me to speak on that because um, it's only from my own experience and everybody else here has their own. Lacey, go, go ahead. You can share. And then uh, again, we'll anybody else who wanted to maybe share on this, but then we'll pass it over to Maya shortly after that. Yeah, I have a, di a little bit of a different perspective on that specifically. Um, I would say that both are equally as real and tangible and meaningful. Um, I think the biggest thing when it comes to grounding um, you might be even unlocking an aspect of yourself that is new. Um, I'm not entirely sure like your history with um, not necessarily channeling, but like if you're like the, the veil is really thin, then a lot of information can come through and you don't have to be just asleep to travel outside your body. We actually can travel outside our body 
wide awake. So I think the biggest thing for us is being able to ground into that and integrate what is being shown to us in a way that um, isn't affecting our productivity or like how it does this make sense. So it's like, we're letting it come to us and move through us. Um, and a great thing would be like having that experience and, and still journaling about it and still journaling about those experiences, whether or not you're asleep. Um, because um, out-of-body experiences are very, very real. Trance experiences are real. Um, that's what monks do. That's what great spiritual people, te like teachers do. They're able to enter those spaces without even um, falling asleep. So it's actually, cool. it's a gift. And I think that it's really, really fascinating. And I think being able to um, know that they're equally as real. That's just my, that's just my opinion on what you said there, Alicia. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, no problem. <laughs> and I do, I really, that really resonates that I feel like, you know, I am unlocking, you know, just hitting some new levels where it's like, I am, you know, I am a divine channel, you know, and it's just like, whoa, like, what is all this shit coming in? By the way, hashtag dream bubble book, wrote that down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you could even put like your, like, you know, how you're having those daily things come to you. And like, I think that's so beautiful how you talked about the crane. And I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, man, that's such a powerful animal. And I've dreamt of those. So um, definitely write it down, look into it, be like what's coming through? Why is this being shown to me? Because um, it's meant for you and it's real for you and that's meaningful. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Lacey. Thank you, Lisa. Helena, I know your hand's up. So um, just in response to this, go ahead. And, and Kyle, I know you have your hand up. And Maya, if there's anything else you want to jump in, even on this before we pass it around, um, relative to what we were going to pass around originally, that's fine. Let's just take a moment here again, just kind of like explore what we we're exploring with this topic. So Helena, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, just real quick. I just wanted to say um, thank you for sharing, Alicia. It's super beautiful. Um, mm -hmm. it, and I think a big thing that could be helpful especially if it sounds like you're you're starting to access these spaces and not really knowing how to categorize them, what to call them, what it is that's happening. Um, I think just ask, ask yourself, what was that space? Um, and and like, where is that in my consciousness? And ask, ask, even if it's just asking yourself, maybe it is in your belief system that you're asking some kind of other being, some kind of angelic being or something, um, maybe do that um, and trust the answer that you get. And um, and then you can start kind of developing like where you're going. Um, and then, because it sounds like that's important to you. And also as far as, you know, not becoming totally ungrounded, I think that's hugely important, especially when people are first accessing those layers um, to just also, yeah, like, go into it as much as you feel the desire to, but also be able to just set it aside and be like, wow, that happened, now I'm here. Um, so that it doesn't become, you know, so loud in your space all the time. Um, and to let it be what it was um, and, and then, you know, go on with your day. Um, that's all. Thank you so much, thank you. <laughs> Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you, Helena, and 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 I agree. Like having those techniques to just be able to again, kind of like bring ourselves back to this present moment, can be incredibly helpful. And if anything, it's kind of like it, it, again, it, it's like tuning our frequency. So like kind of like 
it, it's becoming more aware of the control that we have to tune our frequency. So kind of like when we're in that kind of like daydream mode, again, sometimes you can kind of like move into that accidentally. Maybe you're bored. Maybe you're just like sitting around doing nothing in particular. Um, but at the same time, you can intentionally tune into that space and, and even kind of set the intention, just be like, okay, like any downloads coming through anything I, anything I want to be able to receive. And at the same time, you can also enter that space, be able to practice imagining practice, kind of like projecting onto the screen, kind of like what I was saying. Um, but again, just kind of like having the, the ability to be able to say like, okay, I was tuned into that for a bit. And now I'm going to tune my frequency to the present moment of this physical reality. And, and then just kind of like having that familiarity with kind of those those mechanisms where it's just like okay like what helps me ground back into this reality and again that could be um again it could be like kind of even just like touching your hand kind of like reorienting yourself with your physical body with your textures uh again kind of like like smelling breathing like the physical sensations like tapping into any of the physical sensations can be good to kind of like bring yourself into the present moment um and yeah maybe even just kind of like like drinking some water going out just kind of like hugging your tree if you need to um exercise things like that but again just kind of giving yourself the confidence to be able to know that that's your consciousness tuning to one frequency and then you have the ability to be able to tune it to another frequency um and just kind of having the ability to kind of like be confident with your ability to flex the muscle of tuning your consciousness if, if that makes sense because then eventually you begin to be able to tune it more at will um opposed to being kind of like more spontaneous so so to speak but again the mind is a complicated thing and, and i'm sure everybody's got their own relationship with it as well so there's no one specific answer but we're here to explore the question so um alicia thank you um lacy go ahead you want to share something on that because again i know or did you want to share something on that i wasn't sure if you're was that no okay all right um kyle your hands up from a while ago i think i might have accidentally missed that um was there anything you wanted to share either just on this or a while back and then we'll pass over to maya and then chris and i know you got your hand up too yeah, uh, Lacey was saying something about <clears throat> it's like a hub. It's like a, like a, where we hang out, and it just triggered <clears throat> what I what I've had from my um, one dream where I'm traveling. And I always go to the spot where it's like a mountain and water, and it's like turquoise waters, and kind of reminds me of like Nelson, BC, a bit. And uh, as soon as you said hub, <clears throat> or it's like a place where people meet or beings meet, it's it just clicked. I was like, yeah, it's just, it always feels like you're at some <clears throat> sorry you got some sort of like convent convention or something you know what i mean like how's that feel and i i can never explain it so when you said that i'm like oh see like that's that's exactly what it is absolutely and, and it's a beautiful thing for us as a community to be able to kind of again like envision those hubs that we're creating through intention like like we can actually just kind of and that's something we talk about in our past broadcast is idea of like meeting up at the dream tree and, and you guys even just with that idea right now can set that intention be like oh let's put that intention as we go to sleep to be like let's meet up with the rest of the crew at the dream tree or again at some sort of hub of whatever the case may be um that will be stuff that we'll talk more about in future dream discussion circles so again if you guys are looking to dive into that definitely stick around and uh join that membership kristen did you want to share something and then um we'll pass over to maya based on uh the previous question okay um yeah i have dreams about um like weird weather um and often like I return to the same houses that are like half imaginary, half memories. And particularly one of my old places, um, I'll be there, but 
I can see the neighbor's yard and there's different weather happening just there. Like it's like there's this storm centralized and it's happened at some other dream houses too, where the house, like where I am has a specific kind of weather. And then there's like some wild weather next door. Um, and it's not like, it's, it's kind of a combination of like earth weather and cosmic weather. It's kind of like there's a storm, but there's like twinkly star looking stuff going on, but it can look ominous. But yeah, it's, and I have heaps of dreams of the ocean as well, like just different states of the sea and um, weather over the top of the ocean as well. Um, but yeah, definitely dreams where I've returned to houses that I've never been to that are really complex and have lots of different rooms. And I know that if I go all the way down here, it'll come out to this backyard that's got another little house out the back. Um, even if I don't actually go there in the dream, it's just like it's like a dream neighbourhood or something that I've gone to, it feels like. Um, and, yeah, so that's pretty much the a lot of my dreams are very earth related I've just like got I'm like my big three astrological placements are all earth and I um am just an extremely <laughs> grounded person and so yeah it doesn't it's other realmy but not it's just like other realm earth feelings and then just and weather um but I also wanted to respond to what Elise Elise said um because I'm also in the last like two years been really opening to my own psychic gifts in waking life. Like I'm a tarot reader and like guides speaking to me and all that kind of thing. And um, it's all really exciting when it starts to <laughs> like emerge. Um, and I work, I've been working for myself for four years doing my crystals. I, I also often dream about crystals because I work with crystals so often. Um, but because I kind of roll with my own schedule because I work for myself, I can tap into those intuitive meditative states. Like they're all free access to me all the time because I can choose to drop into them. And I recently had to do a bit of like um, work on myself with the fact that I was spending a bit too much time tapping into the divine intuitive and that my human self was like feeling like it was losing its sovereignty because I was on this intuitive path like permanently all the time but my human self just like what about us and it's not that I would detach and be in another realm or anything but it was just that the choices I was making were always informed by these other guidance systems um rather than like my my human instinct and trying trying to marry the two and anyway um I'm really excited for you opening up to your gifts and then I just wanted to just like drop that little piece of like don't um like if it's happening in the day when you're just going about your business to to still have a lot of value in your human self and maintaining that sovereignty amongst the gifts because they can <laughs> run away with you um uh sometimes so yeah I just wanted to say that. Thank you so much for that. That really mm -hmm. does resonate. And you know what you saying, like how you have your own schedule. That's what my life has been. You know, I, I don't know what day of the week it is. Basically. <laughs> but it's like finding that, you know, the balance between, you know, this reality and all the other realities that we're living in. <laughs> but mm -hmm. thank you so much. Yeah. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Kristen. Thank you, Alicia. 
And um, yeah, it, uh, I think there's, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, I, I, again, I, I think it is always important to kind of like remember, you know, like with, um, with dreaming, like it's, like we are the kind of like these higher dimensional beings but then it's like it's like part of the journey is, is like how do we kind of like integrate this higher dimensional energy into like the 3d body you know it's like not like like we're just literally just here to just like go off and and i think sometimes we can kind of like go off but i think um depending on the relationship that we cultivate it, it's important to kind of like begin to bring some of those visions back into the material world and that's where again when you do kind of have those visions write them down like journal them to the, to the best of your ability even if it's just entering it into your phone and and I think that's where like a lot of like, you know, even people that kind of resonate with the idea of being like seers and prophets and stuff like that. That's what a lot of that would be. It would be kind of like those fleeting images that come through. Sometimes they're just nothing theoretically, you know, sometimes they're just like random. And, and, and I've noticed that like even, and I'll just share this real quick, Pastor Maya. Um, I'm sure some people have that where like, maybe you're just kind of like in that stage where you're just starting to fall asleep and then you'll kind of like fall asleep. And, and then like, you'll just like, whoa, like something like, you'll just imagine like something really weird, like hard to even explain, but then like you open your eyes and literally like a second later, you forget it. But you're, but in that moment, you're just like, whoa, like I, I was like, that was something, but then you instantly forget it. So it's like, even in those moments to just kind of anticipate those moments and maybe just be kind of get if you want to, you don't have to do this. This can be based on what you feel called to do, but you can kind of get into those habits where, you know, like if you do find yourself just kind of more prone to accessing those kind of like quick instantaneous, like micro dreams, it's like, it's like instantly accessing like a little bit of a dream message that just comes through in like one second. And to, I think to be able to journal those um, would give you the ability to just begin to kind of like unpack them and, and perhaps begin to make more sense of them and develop a relationship and be like, oh, maybe those can be something that might inspire a message or for myself or others or art or, or something of the matter as well. So um, again, I'm, I'm figuring it out along with you guys. Maya, thank you so much for your patience. Sorry about that. I know we kind of like got into a, another fractal of conversations there, but let's keep passing it around. And um, shortly after this, we're going to combine the second and third prompt into one question, and then we'll get close to wrapping this up. So uh, Maya, go, go ahead. And, and again, we're talking about the, um, like the common themes within our dreams, plus anything else that you want to share as well. Um, awesome. Thank you. Um, uh, I just wanted to mention first, it's a little off topic, but interesting that I think it was Kyle mentioned Nelson, BC, and I am in Nelson, BC oh. right now. This is my home. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of cool. Um, um, so some common themes that go on lately, it's been, I feel like I've been dreaming like about a lot of like crowds and people. There's been just like so many people uh, which is sort of like interesting for the times we're in because like crowds are not really like a huge thing right now, <laughs> but like apparently in my dreams they are. So um, that is definitely one thing that I've noticed. Um, and then um, a few of the things that came up um, that I thought about were uh, I've had a lot of healing in my dreams healing hugs have been like a really big one where I'll like meet up with somebody where uh, whether it's somebody I know but I feel like often it's somebody I don't know and they are or a sort of like an acquaintance or something and they're offering me this hug and it's very healing and warm and energetically just like sort of like recalibrating me and um yeah that's been a really neat one um, lots of animals have come through for me. I dream about a lot of animals, um, which I love because I just love animals. 
and uh, also water. I know a lot of you mentioned that one. It's been a big one for me, um, definitely. And I will like look at the water in my dream and um, to see whether it's like murky or whether it's crystal clear or whether it's a big wave or whether it's, you know, calm or what I'm doing with the water. Just like that to me really symbolizes like sort of where I'm at in my emotional state and like what I'm going through. Um, and um, I've also had lots of dreams with portals. You know, Lacey mentioned that one, um, going through these spaces. And I, I've also sort of recently dreamt a lot about India. I don't really know why exactly. I do feel like it's been a past life thing for me. So I feel like my dream space brings me there. Um, and then I've also dreamt a lot about like being outside of myself and like looking at myself from the outside, which is always really neat. Um, and uh, I know Lacey also mentioned this one too, was pregnancy um, and midwifery in dream time and, and or giving birth. And I feel like that's definitely been a theme for me also. Um, and I've also had a good handful of psychic dreams. Um, which I definitely always appreciate. And I also have had lots of dreams with um, with dogs and them like cuddling up to me. They're sort of like reminiscent of the healing hug where like the dog is here um, bringing this sort of like healing energy. And, um, and then I've also, I also have had lots of dreams where um, if I'm sort of, if I've just met a person or I'm interested in knowing them, I'll like have a dream about them and sort of like somehow like understand them or know things about them through my dream, um, almost on like a psychic level in a way, um, or I'll understand my relation to them uh, more clearly through the dream that I have. Um, that's happened a lot. And um, yeah. I think that that's it. Thank you. Thank you, Maya, so much for, yeah. for sharing. And, and again, I've seen a lot of common themes um, mentioned from, from others so far in the circle as well. And uh, one thing I'll just say, and then again, we'll just open it up for any other responses. And if anybody else wanted to be able to share on this prompt, and then we'll get into the next one. And um, at this point, we'll, um, we'll be done by, by 11 uh, at the latest. Um, again, very, very important is to be able to understand that uh, dreams, <clears throat> dreams communicate through the language of symbols um, on one level. And so like symbols are like the primordial language of the soul. So like, that's where, again, you know, like even through like the creation of the tarot deck and everything like that, like it's archetypes, it's symbols and stuff. So like the language that dreams communicate to us is through symbolism. And, and that's where, again, like oftentimes the symbolism is like, it's like showing us our internal emotional weather projected onto an external thing. So kind of like what Maya was saying, you know, if the water is clear, maybe that means you're emotionally clear. If the water is murky, maybe that means you're emotionally murky sort of thing. Um, you know, like maybe if you see, if you're like connecting with a child within your dream in a playful way, maybe that's you kind of like connecting with like, 
your wanting to be able to develop more of that relationship to your inner child or more of that playfulness energy in so so many ways um any of the animals that you see like the animal totems like each of them kind of carry a specific energy to them you know if you have a dream where maybe you're seeing like a hawk or maybe you become a hawk like a lot of that if you were to interpret that through the power through symbolism it's like what is the nature of the hawk it's like oh okay like higher perspective vision um you know like kind of being able to be the navigator of my reality so uh, it's kind of like a way that you can begin to kind of like train yourself to look at things and then to see it from the the surface level and then like the the kind of like esoteric subliminal level this the this the the symbolism level of things and you can start to kind of even doing that within your physical reality through like synchronicities that begin arising um but it is something that you can just kind of begin to train your mind to start looking for uh in, in a lot of ways so um if anybody here maybe just kind of wants to be able to explore a little bit about uh you know looking at the themes and everything within our dreams and looking at them as a way <clears throat> to be able to decode the symbolism and the communication between dreams. And, and it's interesting because like dreams, if I were to look at it from one level, like dreams are a conversation. Literally, if you were to just try and understand like what are dreams, dreams are a conversation between yourself and the universe, between yourself and your soul, between yourself and your higher guides, whatever the case may be. Um, and it's interesting because like as much as dreams are a projection of our own internal emotional landscape and our consciousness and everything like that, the fascinating thing that I love about dreams is that it seems to be that there is like a, another party that inputs things into our dreams. Like they're like, we're in like our dream space and like, they're like, outside of it and they can input things they put things into our dreams at least that's one way that i've observed them like what what like that's fascinating um so that's where you get into this idea that like our guides and ancestors and angels or whatever you want to call them like they have the ability to put things into our dreams and those things often arise through symbols but sometimes they're like varying degrees of of obviousness and sometimes it's subtle sometimes it's blatant um in a lot of ways so um when you get to look for that and begin to decipher it you can begin to kind of like awaken from a dream and almost kind of like read it like as if you would a tarot reading um sort of thing and you begin to kind of like see it as like oh maybe this is something i need to meditate more on or become more aware of or even just reflect how did that make me feel whatever the case may be even if you don't fully know the full-on detail of the symbolism of your dream great thing to ask yourself when you wake up is like how did that make me feel and then just kind of because that's the thing like the dream the purpose of the dream isn't to, to, to just happen the purpose of the dream can sometimes be to happen to initiate reflection upon waking and then the reflection upon waking is actually the reason for the dream oh man in that dream i got into an argument with my friend you wake up man i really didn't feel very good about that you know what i haven't talked to them in a while i'm going to reach out to them and see how they're doing and then suddenly it kind of creates a synchronicity that sparks something and they're like oh i was thinking about you the other day so it's like you can kind of see how it's all like hyperdelic and interconnected and stuff like that. Um, does that resonate with you guys? Do you guys want to just dive into this a little bit longer and then we'll go into the next prompt and then we'll uh, be done before uh, we all fall asleep on air. Uh, it's going to happen, guaranteed. Um, but yeah, what, what do you guys think on the topic of just kind of like decoding symbolism within dreams uh, as well? Lacey, go ahead. Yeah. Well, yeah, I would say like a lot of my like when I'm diving into my own dream time and I'm there's usually a lot of symbolism um a lot of interesting symbolism too and the way that it manifests through dream time can be quite literal or quite like completely catch you off guard like some of the most 
fascinating symbolism I find is when it takes place in like physical manifestations. So like, for example, because I was just writing more like themes down um, that I dream about. And I wrote like injury or sickness or dying, diagnosing like ailments within myself or within others. So it was like, sometimes I'll have like weird, like something happened to my body, like a pain might be in the dream or like some weird gross thing happens. And I'm like, what the heck? But it makes so much sense. Like if I dive deeper into the symbolic nature of say that particular part of my body or the nature of the the illness that's being presented, it always blows my mind. Like it's the dream is quite literally telling you this this very deep metaphor through that imagery and through that symbol. So um yeah, I wrote that down because like I didn't I don't think any of us talked about that particularly. And I've had dreams where mm-hmm. you know there is stuff going on with my physical body and then I wake up and I'm like, huh, what does that mean? Like what it could be so weird. I don't even know how to give an example, but you look and you're like, okay, like, holy shit, like, this makes so much sense. So, yeah, so, like, it's endless, like, and I think Elise, Alicia, is that how you say it? No, 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 Kristen, Kristen, she said that, like, yeah, there's just so much themes and symbols in our dreams and uh, yeah I'm tired but I'm like man it's it's pretty cool and you just have to like look because it's individual to each of us like that's what Kristen was saying it's like it's individual so like you might not find like a book that's gonna give you all the like you know in-depth for those what I actually do though is I have some books on like like archetypes throughout time and I've showed Brendan this and it's like it talks about not just like for example it could be like a serpent like a snake and a lot of us know what that represents throughout like religious belief systems and snakes usually tend to bring up fear in a lot of people but what what do they actually represent like not just in like the Christian like biblical sense but like the broader sense throughout art throughout history throughout spirituality and then you're dreaming of say giving birth to a snake which I did I gave birth to um in one of my dreams I gave birth to a giant um what are they called um oh shit I can't think of the name it's like a giant like ancient serpent and I gave birth to it but the craziest part about the dream is I gave birth to this this snake and it grew in size and then it gave birth to other eggs that hatched other eggs that hatched other snakes like it was really trippy I was like what the fuck but I looked up in this book that I have that's it doesn't just base it on like a mundane like oh you must be you know afraid Mm -hmm. of something in your waking life or you're not facing something it was way more complex so definitely look into history and look if you're very curious like study that particular symbol like study it and see what it means because 
most time than not, you're like, holy shit, like this means transformation. This means like, like rebirth, like there's so much more there that um, can uncover. So, yeah. Indeed, indeed. As yeah, I fall asleep over here, I'm like half in this world. Go for right it, now. Lacey. Report back to us from the dream space. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll do an entire podcast from the dream space in the future. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, absolutely. Again, like the symbolism, like it's like, it's interesting because something may show up within a dream and then it prompts you to look into it within this reality. And then suddenly that like activates something else within your journey that like opens up a side quest for you. I know Lacey has had that a lot of times where there's like, things she'll meet in dream like this is this to me blows my mind where there's like something that Lacey will dream of that she has never heard of within this waking reality and then we cross-reference it and it's like an actual historical mythological creature or a being or a god or a deity that she had never heard of and yet it was in her dream and she was like that was it like I saw that in my dream so again it's like you know when we're accessing dreams are we actually accessing like this like other plane of existence that exists um that even our ancestors have accessed equally and then they end up writing it into their history and their mythology and stuff and, and you, you look at a lot of like the chinese they have all of these beings like where do you think those beings are like they're from the dream realm they're from like these like astral etheric planes and stuff like that um yeah Lacey, i know that's we talked about that in one of our other dream discussion circles but yeah go, go ahead Lacey, before you fall one of my favorite one of my favorite topics yeah um because i do dream a lot of stuff that i actually have no knowledge of in this waking reality currently that i'm aware of and i tend to access a lot of um akashic record kind of places so i don't know if they're necessarily my past lives or something like that or it necessarily has anything to do with me um but for example which i love sharing this example of just um downloading information is I had a dream where I I'm, I feel like it may have been a past life like in Tibet or in like uh like China like those those areas I tend to dream a lot of their mythical creatures that I I, I don't have a lot of knowledge of their culture or their you know their even their spirituality or their past but for some reason I dream a lot about those places and um, specifically that snake dream I was talking about actually took place in, um, in China. So there you go. So it was like, like the, the structure that I was in, I was in a forest, like that, like it was all there. So like weird enough. So I go there a lot, but in this particular dream, and I've told Brendan this one where I, <clears throat> I accessed this place where I was on top of a mountain, like at the side of a mountain. And I kind of came to consciousness. There's this little old woman there and she was um, Chinese or, you know, she was, she was Asian. I'm not entirely sure, but um, she was there and she greeted me and she took me outside of my little like, you know, makeshift camp that I was staying in. And she, she's like, follow me, like, come with me. And as I was moving through this landscape, which was this very snowy, um, mountainous landscape, I had this out-of-body experience where I traveled high above the landscape, almost to like a Google Maps version of the landscape and saw um, the mountain range from above. And then the words etched into the surface 
of the landscape were CHO, like C-H-O. And I was like, okay, I don't know what the hell that means. And so we continued on and she led me to the doors of like Shambhala, like to enter like this sacred, this sacred place. And she told me like, only the, you know, she gave me this very like (laughs) philosophical, like this internal work that I had to do in order to enter the gates to this, this place. Um, But aside from that, I, when I woke up, I was like, did I just make that up? Like, I'm like, what does Cho even mean? So I researched it. This is where it gets pretty cool. So I researched it. I'm like, am I remote viewing or am I like, what, what did I just do? Like, what was that? It's an actual place in China. It's actually a mountain range, a particular mountain called Cho. And it's right by uh, Mount Everest. Um, it's not the tallest mountain, but it's in the same mountain range and it's near Mount Everest. And there you go. And I dreamt of that location. I went there and there was a sacred portal doorway into hollow earth or whatever you want to call it so I I still don't understand I even researched my do have people gone on this mountain I'm like maybe there is some secret doorway there that no one knows about but um it has been explored um people do climb that mountain quite often but I have never heard of it until I dropped it so there you go pretty cool pretty cool yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, because I'm like, what? Where's this word come from? And sometimes yeah. words, phrases, different languages, like I can speak in a totally different language. I don't know if other people get that. I should write that in the theme. I can speak fluent French and like, I'm like, I don't even know how I'm speaking these languages. I don't, I only speak one language. I, it's crazy to me. It's cool though. Yeah. And, and I know, and again, that's, that's stuff I'm sure we'll, we'll save for another dream discussion where we've had Lacey and I've had discussions of like, yeah, like literally like going into versions of her past life where, where we lived in France. And, and, and so it's, it's just like, oh, like maybe we speak French because there's a version of us that has spoken French previously. And then within dreams, like the future and the past and the present all kind of like fold into each other. So like anything that's within our genetic history or something like that or our soul history not even just our genetic history um suddenly is like still in this present moment um so that's pretty fascinating and 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 i love that idea and again this is not for today's topic but just something to kind of like think about where and again i feel ancient cultures like we're aware of this we're basically like on this earth plane there's kind of like this earth plane and then there's like this earth plane when perceived through the astral realm and then from that access of the astral realm there's like actual like portals in the earth like across the earth like different energetic centers and stuff like that so like you know there's there's weird places and parts of the earth where there's these like there's like a side of a hill or a mountain and it looks like as if there's a gate there but in our physical dimension it's just rock but then if you were to visit that place well in the dream time that would actually be like a gate in a portal or something like that. And you would like activate it. And this is where like, even um, like the stone circles, like the stone circles on this dimension, they're just stone circles on the astral plane, the dream space, you go there and they're like nexus points, they're gateways. You like travel through them and stuff like that. And I know even just mentioning that, that idea for some people would be like, Oh my God, that makes sense. And that's where like setting that intention to like visit a stone circle within dream time. Like that could totally 
open you up into some some pretty cool possibilities there and, and again we're we're here to talk more about that as we go but um it may not necessarily be totally today gotta <laughs> otherwise we'll be up all night man we have the yeah, to go to sleep we so, could talk about we could definitely like ancient sites like stone circles are my oh, yeah. one of my most common dream themes i go to them a lot and uh yeah they're fascinating portals and they were they're there for a reason so yeah man i don't know like we do another dream discussion and i'm like oh my gosh like we could dive deep and we could go pretty deep so we we shall we will will. so um quick quick note on that our next dream discussion circle we'll let you guys know but it'll be within two to three weeks from now so uh if it's not before christmas then it'll be slightly after and uh come the new year our schedule is going to be a little bit different and uh we'll keep you guys updated for that for for all the members involved um let's keep things passing around here and then um i just want to be able to let other people just kind of talk about like the dream symbolism and anything else that they feel inspired to share and then we'll just get into the final closing prompt and then we'll be um done as soon as we can at the top of the hour I thank you again, everyone, for being a part of this. Thank you to those of you in the YouTube chat. Love seeing the comments there. Um, Who would like to be able to talk a little bit more about? uh, Yeah, Kristen, I know your phone's probably on its last leg. So Kristen, anything else you want to share? And even, uh, yeah, I can let us know the prompt and then we can get into that in a minute. But go ahead, Kristen, yeah. So, yeah, I feel like my my offering of talking about dream symbolism is a bit more like emotional related, um, less like... um, yeah, astral portally and stuff like that. But essentially for just a brief amount of context, I recently um, had a breakup a few months ago with a partner I'd been with for seven and a half years. And it was like a really conscious breakup. We like knew that we'd just kind of run our course kind of thing. And we're both really good friends still, but we were living together while we were broken up, while we were sorting out some stuff. And everything was going really good. Our friendship actually really improved after we broke up and there was no fighting or anything. It was just like, it's time this is not where we're heading um but it was all good on paper it was like some dream breakup and uh one when he had left I had a dream that um I was in a house and he was using the oven and set fire to all these cupboards by something that he left on and I saw it and I was like what do you what did you do and he's like oh I just left it on and yeah I don't know I guess I can't really do anything about it because I'm about to move And I was just like, oh, okay. And I was in that state of like dream indifference, you know, when you don't really have a strong emotional response to something that you usually would. And so I was just like, all right. And I walked over and there was like this little circle of people with one of my friends sitting. And she's like, what's going on? I was like, oh, I'm just like a bit stressed. Like, but I didn't feel stressed, but that was what I said in the dream. She's like, oh, have you tried forgiveness? Just do this. Put your hands in a nesting position. Put your left hand on top of your right hand. And just sit them on your lap and just do it through deep breaths in. And she was sitting in a circle of people like instructing forgiveness. And when I woke up, I was like, I didn't feel like I needed forgiveness. Like no one's done anything wrong. But I was like, hmm. And I was like contemplating forgiveness for the rest of the day and realized that what was happening was that I needed, I was having the emotional experience of just grief because of the changes, even though there wasn't like, any anger in the partnership but it was just like it didn't mean it wasn't difficult and overall we'd been handling it on this really high vibration but once he'd left there was still the human part of me was just like can we get some acknowledgement this is hard and forgive ourselves for like feeling vulnerable because we're not superheroes in this transition and so 
the forgiveness was like, even though it didn't make sense to me in the dream, like triggered this like layer of thought and like compassion for myself that I was in a tough situation, even though overall was very resilient and happy about the whole thing. It was just like, oh, I can forgive the fact that this is hard, like just, and that he had part in this being hard, even though we both did. Um, so yeah, that was one of my most recent dreams and, um, and the symbolism kind of came to pass later and helped me kind of grow into softness with myself. And so that's just what I wanted to share about symbolism and yeah, that often the symbolism for me is quite emotional. Um, and I'll often not remember the whole dream, but I'll remember like flashes of a brick wall or a certain texture of object. And I'm like, I'm blocking. I realized that there was blockages with certain things or, um, you know, go down this road or this road and there's, you know, it's a brick road or it's a tar road or it's a whatever and reading into the symbolism of that, like there's, there's difficulties along the way or there's a blockage there. Um, yeah, bricks are something that I've used to come up a lot. They don't anymore. Um, but yeah, I feel like the dream space, anything that you see and remember like that you can just cling on to is yeah, you were meant to remember it and it has some little layer of goodness that you can extract, if, even if it's just, yeah, the texture of a wall. Like, what does that mean? Why did your subconscious bring that in? Why did you notice it? Um, so yeah, I like, they're all little keys. They're, and even if they don't make sense, they're like telling your mind that you noticed that well, can on, unlock subconscious stuff in the day, like later, even if you don't, don't um unlock it consciously <laughs> so you still kind of dance in the subconscious exploration of the dream when you're awake even if you're not thinking about the dream specifically and I think so much of the medicine of dreams is just in acknowledging they're there just unlocks more abstract stuff as well as the stuff that you get to consciously enjoy so yeah that's that's very it's very, very, very powerful and wise. Thank you, Kristen, for sharing. And, and, and I agree, like, that's a very important thing to be reminded of is that often, again, like the dreams, and we kind of mentioned this earlier, but like, they, they can initiate the process of pondering. And, and so like, how many of us have had those experiences where we go through some sort of dream, it may be visceral, it may be subtle. And then we find ourselves just kind of like thinking about certain things throughout the day as a result of it. And then within the process of that, that's just the energy naturally flowing. So, you know, in the same way, a, a good friend could come up to you and say like something very specific to you that's just like, oh, like suddenly that pointed my consciousness towards something that maybe I wasn't thinking about, or maybe I wasn't looking about, and maybe I should look into that. So, you know, again, it's kind of like the dreams, they're, they're like this gentle helper at times where they can just be like, Hey, like, Hey, like, have you looked at this part of yourself? Maybe you need to send more love there. Maybe you need to be able to, to bring a little bit more consciousness there. And then you get like other dreams where like, it literally just grabs us and it's just like, look at this, like pay attention and stuff like that. But again, you know, um, like what you did, Chris, and it, it's good because like as a student, you were aware of that and then you began to consciously like like it, it take that process of what the dream gave you and to do something with it and that's where as dream students that's where we can kind of drop the ball where the dream can give us something but when we still have the free will to just be like yeah whatever that's probably you know not important to me and then we don't give it the importance we let it go and then even in that moment you know I always feel like our ancestors and our guides are just like they're like oh like 
like we gave them something so good and they just dropped it. Like that was so close. And now we have to like do it again. So again, it's kind of like, if you don't get the lessons, you will repeat them. So when the dreams come through, how much can we allow ourselves to be conscious of whatever lesson that may be? Not, not even to fully know what the lesson is, but to just kind of like ponder, ponder with it. And then naturally just, it's kind of like cooking. It will just kind of naturally arise out of the process of gently just kind of turning up the water, so to speak. And the ingredients of the dreams and the emotions just kind of boil something into fruition, whatever metaphor, I guess. I don't know. Cooking metaphor. Sure. Why not? Um, but yeah, I think, uh, I think that's a very important thing to just be able to, to be reminded of. Um, Kristen, thank you again. And I know you have to leave soon. soon so let us know if you're, if you're jumping out um, and uh, are you jumping out now or do you think, yeah, save some battery for your phone. So Kristen, any just closing thoughts? The last question that we have, um, and, and I'll just say this now, cause I know Kristen's leaving and, and for anybody else start thinking about this and then we'll just wrap it up into one more pass around the circle. The last prompt is um, what are your intentions for your ongoing dream practice? And it's also like, it's a two-parter. What can you do to develop your dream practice? So what are your intentions for your ongoing dream practice? And what can you do to develop your dream practice? So kind of like the intentions being kind of like the heart, the, the soul aspect of what you're, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? What do you want out of your dreams? And, and not just from the egoic place, but like really from a deeper place of your heart. And then the second part of the question is like the practical, like what can you do? So, you know, this is literally a chance for you to create the accountability within yourself and be, be like, you, like, what do I need to do? You know, just be like, oh, well, uh, am I staying up late at night playing Zelda until 3 a.m. in the morning? Yeah, that might affect my dream process. Should I be getting to sleep at a better time and journaling in the morning? Absolutely, that's going to make a difference. So again, whatever the case may be to you, but Kristen, just before you go, if you just want to share on that, what are your intentions for your ongoing dream practice? What can you do to develop your dream practice? So whatever's on your heart. Um, well, just be devoted to writing them down at least. Like it's just to, and unpacking what feels relevant in the moment, but also trusting that there's messages there. And I think it's just such an easy way to be plugged into like the mystery of life. And I think that that's really humbling and medicinal in all the ways that we do it. And like, you know, whether it's like, any kind of altered state work, like whether it's meditation and like, you know, meditating at length and going into this um, altered states, these different brainwave states, it's all us. It's all like humanity, like layers and the mystery is just not separate from us. And I think that, yeah, being devoted um, to self-exploration is just what where my where my kind of intentions are with it and um getting emotional clarity and healing in areas that I can't like manhandle myself um is another reason that I go into it um but yeah I my intentions are just to explore more and know that in that exploration that more medicine and clarity will come from um just playing and, and um, adventuring especially when I get back into lucid dreaming again I feel like I haven't done it in so long and now that I'm actively journeying like such you know whether it be shadow work or emotional growth or like expansion or marrying polarities and that kind of thing in my psyche that I can explore that through lucid experiences rather than just in the day-to-day and I'm really intrigued about doing that but I think the best way to deepen the practice is to just keep doing it just to keep 
keep doing it and saying that it's valuable and that you remember it for a reason. And if you train yourself to remember it more, it's, there's only going to be more potential for medicine to be extracted from dreams. So, yeah, I'm not sure if that answers both yeah. questions, but that's all I got. Definitely does. Yeah, and and I and I like the the use of the word medicine in there. I, I again, you know, it's just at the end of the day, what is our relationship with dreams? Are we giving them significance? Are we giving them attention? Are we respecting them? Are we honoring them? Are we just putting them aside and saying, whatever, I got better things to do. And at a different point in our life, the answer may be different, but again, just be able to return back to the place and be reminded that be like, yes, the dreams are here for you to give you something. Are you open yeah. to being able to receive it? So yeah, no, it's very powerful. And honestly, just us having this conversation and you saying that now is literally like, our ancestors kind of hearing that and being like, okay, like she's like, she's saying it, she's bringing it into fruition. Let's like give her something. So, you know, even today, tomorrow, <laughs> tonight, um, for any of us, as we go to sleep, just hold that in your heart and just kind of maybe even set an intention be like, you know, ancestors, guardians, guides, higher self, whatever the case may be, I am open to receiving, show me what I need to see or something like that. Maybe create a little mantra about it, whatever the case, try journaling before going to sleep, create a little ceremony five more extra minutes before bed, not on your phone, just to really be able to fall asleep with intention can make a huge holographic difference. So Kristen, thank you again so much for joining in, save some battery on your phone. And uh, yeah, it was a pleasure having you here as always. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's so lovely, love love being involved. And if anyone has anything in response to what I said before, like I'm just probably gonna tune in and watch the rest of this at another time when I'm not in a blackout. So um, yeah, I'm interested to see your responses and everything, but. Yeah, big love. Um, have a lovely night, guys. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, Kristen. <laughs> and uh, for everybody here, you guys can connect with Kristen on Instagram at Spiral Soul, Spiral Soul Seed. And Kristen, and for everybody here, reminder for those of you Patreon members, use the dream log in the Discord, like, like to the best of your ability, even if it's like taking a picture of your notepad in the morning use it, use it, use it, use it, not just for yourself, but to also create like accountability within the community. So Kristen, thank you again. We'll see you around. Take care. All right, let's keep things moving around here. And again, you guys are welcome to just jump right into this last prompt. Let's get things uh, wrapped up here. But um, we were talking a lot about like symbolism and stuff earlier. So if there's anything else we uh, went over that you might want to be able to go back on, that's totally fine. But um, does anybody else want to be able to share anything just off their uh, heart in the moment? Um, yeah, Lacey, go ahead. Or, or maybe maybe Helena first and then Lacey, if that's okay. We haven't heard from Helena, but yeah. So go, go ahead, Helena, and then we'll pass it over to Lacey. Hey, yeah, um, I know. Yeah, I'm trying to keep it short. Um, so uh, symbolism wise, Lacey maybe has read this uh, dream as well, but um, uh, a fellow dreamer from dreamcatcher.net, Aluna, had a really cool symbolism dream um, where a dream character, I can't fully remember exactly what this dream character was doing, but they were being a nuisance of some kind, either being really annoying, aggressive, kind of following her around, not being um, considerate. And she confronted the dream character, was just like, what? Like, what? Who are you? You know, what is the deal? And the dream character told her that she represented an overabundance of olive oil in her system. And um, it was like super kind of mundane in a way, but so super profound that her body was literally speaking to her through this dream character, telling her to stop eating so much olive oil. Um, so I just thought I'd share that because it's, that's like a super fascinating like moment that has always stuck with me. Um, 
And then, uh, yeah, dream symbolism wise too with um, Lacey speaking about things um, that she's never conceived of before um, coming through in the dreams and then looking into it and realizing that's a real thing in the world that has happened to me many times. Um, and actually the most recent one Lacey was in um, and it, it was really cool because it was a uh, an art studio that me and my husband had just moved into and we had some really cool stuff going on. We do uh, uh, new media work, a lot of digital stuff. And we had this like big giant sculpture piece that literally had like this alien head inside of it. And it almost looked like a like arcade, like game, like pod that you would stand up and play. But instead it was just this like giant glowing alien head and I had have dreamed of like this exact being before but at this time it was just its head and it was almost like it was a holograph or a hologram and I was like trying to access it and trying to like turn it on um and my friend Raphael who's another artist came into the studio with Lacey and they sat down on this couch a black dog dog came in and sat with them and they were hanging out with this dog and um Lacey uh noticed that Raphael had this like contraption in his hand and um he he was like oh yeah yeah uh you know all you have to do is press the button and think infrared and I was like oh shit infrared okay so I like pressed the button on this thing and thought about infrared and then like all this infrared light surrounded this head and then the head became like activated and awake and I was like, okay, that was kind of basically the dream. And then I looked into it and there's like this whole like practice of infrared light being used on people's heads um, and um, it activating like the mitochondria and like creating um, more of the cells that the mitochondria energy, the energy created through mitochondria is stored in. Um, as well as all kinds of other things. Um, it's used for like sensing different areas of the brain and like what is going on um, in the brain. Um, and so it was just really wild because I had no idea that people used infrared for seeing into people's heads, literally, um, and activating the mitochondria. And so it's really wild, you know, sim symbolic kind of thing that's like some real thing in the world that I had no idea that it was a thing. Um, as far as like, uh, yeah, I have tons of other dreams that are, you know, kind of symbolic in many other ways, but as far as like intentions for dreaming, um, yeah, keep having them. <laughs> it's my intention to keep having them and um, keep appreciating them, witnessing them, learning from them, um, integrating and understanding them and staying open to uh, new layers that I've never even accessed yet. That's all. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you so much, Helen. It was wonderful being able to, again, just hearing all you had to share. Lacey, go ahead. I know you want to jump in or respond as well. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for sharing. I love hearing that dream. It's so fascinating. And like the fact that there was a dog present too, it's just, it blows my mind. The, it's always cool to hear when other people are like, you're, you kind of like pop up in their dreams and like the stuff that's going on. You're like, what? I wrote down that because I'm going to, I'm gonna Google that because that's really fascinating. Um, wow, it's just been so nice to have you. So thank you so much for coming, and hope to see you in the dream space. And definitely, some of the stuff you said about continuing to have dreams 
that would be great. Um, yeah, just open to receiving and exploring. And I like that, like going even deeper and seeing where they take us. So thanks so much, Helena. It's been lovely. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, Lacey, before you fall asleep, do you want to share your answers to that prompt? And then we'll just go around with anybody else and then we'll be pretty much done at that point. So, yeah. So pretty much kind of started touching base with that is that like my, I guess my intentions with dream time are just open to receiving what is meant for me. Um, just continuing to deepen my practice and um, I know that the best ways for me to do that would be de-stressing during my daily life. Um, so taking time to be alone more, uh, to be just lacy and to go inward, because I know for me, in order for me to access those deeper realms, it requires my waking life to, so for there to be some type of practice where it's like I'm doing the inner work during the day and I don't always get that opportunity right like I'm quite busy and uh when I do have downtime it's just like there's usually some type of like animal or human someone is on me I have one inside of me right now so it's like hard to be alone but I feel like in order for me to receive better I need to listen to myself more and I know that I need more alone time so that I put on there um moving the like stagnant energy in my body through like play or getting out in nature I think will help me with my dream practice a little bit better and clearing my energetic field and that could be done through the same kind of method um, but that also could do with like eating well and making sure that I'm hydrated and our like our home is clean and our space is clean because that makes me feel really good um, in my mind. So a clear mind means that I'm going to have uh, a direct link to that hydrogenal space. Yeah, and then I wrote, um, yeah, just just honoring whatever comes in, like just just being present with it and just not like uh forcing it too much you know it's, but simultaneously like doing the work so yeah there we go that's it there we good go good night good night, <laughs> so, good night Lacey good night, good night good night yeah if you're falling asleep that's totally fine we'll just we'll just uh get close to finishing it up and then we'll be done here um I'll yeah I'll wait I, until actually okay we're, yeah, like, we're, we're pretty much done so um yeah I, I, again I'll, I'll just uh pass around to anybody else and then i'll just share a little bit before we wrap it up and then we'll just do any closing gratitude um anybody else i know uh kyle candace alicia if you guys want to share um feel free just like related to the last prompt um again the the prompt being uh what are your intentions for your ongoing dream practice what can you do to develop your dream practice and, and again that prompt i would encourage you guys to like <clears throat> continue to meditate on that you know like think about it throughout the week like like what are my intentions right because i think <clears throat> depending on who the person is their intentions for that could be 
sometimes like very kind of like fascination driven or almost like superficial, you know, like some people could be like, be like, be like, whoa, like I heard about how if I can like master my dreams, I can become a millionaire or I can like, you know, like bang hot people and stuff like and race cars and have superpowers and stuff like it. Oh, like no doubt. Like it can sound like a golden ticket to a lot of things. Um, But I think again, you know, like there's kind of like, like it's the dream space. It reminds me of kind of like that, Egyptian um, metaphor of kind of like as you like enter into the afterworld where they weigh your heart and and so if you're just kind of like looking for the fascination then maybe you'll see that but it won't necessarily have the depth of substance that will nurture your soul whereas if you kind of relate to yourself and it's just like you know what like what am I seeking and this is me kind of answering like I'm seeking to to meet more of myself I am seeking to deepen the connection between my heart between my ancestors, between the universe. Um, I am seeking to be able to, my intention for my dream practice is to be able to, to receive envision, to receive visions that will inspire me and, and to, to motivate me towards my actions of serving others. Um, those are parts of it. And, and yeah, to be able to, to really begin to kind of like um, step into more of my role as a cosmic ambassador, uh, as a cosmic citizen, um, to, to literally like just putting it further down the road if we're thinking to the potential. Um, part of my intentions for Within Dreams would be to make contact, to, to make contact with, with OU, with other us's, with multidimensional beings. Um, that would be kind of like where, yeah, like I would just say a part of it would be, um, without even getting so far ahead of myself, but I feel that again, like all of us, that's a question that I'll keep pondering. And and I'm curious, I'm curious, you know, like what, for any of us, like, like what is the potential for us as, as dreamers? If we were to like, really just imagine, okay, like I'm showing up for it six months from now, what does that look like? Ask that question and just kind of imagine it. And, you know, it really opens you up to the possibility of like every night you can go to sleep and really just be able to have these like very powerful dreams um, where you're leveling up and and you're learning and your soul is growing and then you're bringing it back into this reality and it helps you grow um, here and develop as, as again, kind of like a fully embodied, awakened, conscious being um, who's active in both planes simultaneously at the same time. So it's a beautiful answer um that's it's a question that we live so um candace go ahead we'll we'll pass over to you and then we'll pass over to alicia as well i was gonna say for me for the dream um i'm gonna be more conscious to sit sit in a quiet space like for me I envision myself in the woods or something like that and exploring with nature and then just let the dream time part of me direct me to when it wants to uncover. That's me. Beautiful. Very, very well said, Candace. Yeah, I, I think that's great advice. Oh, and it's 11, 11 on the clock right now um, here in Canada, mm-hmm. um, Ontario. And um, yeah, it, I, one thing I would say just as a recommendation for people is, you know, like begin creating almost like a, a Zen place within your mind that you can kind of enter into as you fall asleep. So maybe like before you fall asleep, like imagine creating like a scene where it's like, okay, there's like this nice little like temple gazebo. It's a beautiful, sunny atmosphere. There's water and just take yourself there. Like kind of take yourself to like a a central place 
And then maybe from there, again, that can just kind of help with the relaxation process. And maybe that's where you're setting your intentions. And um, it's really powerful to begin, again, kind of like leveling up your imagination. And then that in itself begins to modify the abilities in which you can begin to steer the dreams. Um, within dreams, it's interesting because you, you are like the co-creator, like you are the captain of your ship as much as you are the ocean itself. So it's kind of like understanding and navigating both at the same time, which is very interesting, but you can learn to be able to navigate more within your dreams as much as you are riding the waves of the ocean as well. So um, if that makes sense. Um, Alicia, go, go ahead. And then um, I'm not sure if Kyle's here, but then at that point, we'll pretty much be done. So yeah, thank you for so much for speaking about like this nighttime ritual, like make it a ritual, you know, I'll really honor this, like it's a ceremony before you go to bed. Um, and and I, I mean, I've written, you guys have prompted a lot of, um, you know, inspiring ideals that I'm excited to, to impl implicate. Um, but even you saying, you know, picturing in a serene place <clears throat> before you go to bed, it kind of, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Brian Scott's work. Um, but I've listened to a lot of his like guided nighttime meditations and something that he, uh, a technique he often uses is to recap your day. And if, you know, with the intention of traveling or, you know, to higher dimensions, um, you have to get yourself to that vibration almost before you go to bed. Um, so recapping your day and if there's anything that you need to change, you change it and you envision that. So recap your whole day. Is there anything that you, you know, that you want to change to make it the most, you know, that you, you missed, but just recreating it, recreating your day. So it's a way of like leaving it. So be, you don't have to hold on to that day anymore. You've recreated it before you've gone to bed and now you can, you know, release it <laughs> travel high. <laughs> um, but yeah, for my intention, thank you so much for that prompt. Um, I, my intention is really building a str stronger relationship with my quantum self for more two-way communication. So, and you know, so using being open to receive, I think that's the biggest element, being open to receive these downloads and all this support that we have, being open to receive it, process it and integrate it. So I can continue on this, you know, learn, teach, teach, learn journey that I'm on in earth. Um, how am I going to do that? I'm going to take some of the awesome advice or wisdom that I heard tonight, <laughs> get a dream bubble book ASAP <laughs> um, and start, yeah, honoring. What do I need to do to honor my human vessel to get me to that, you know, get me into these spaces, but um, you know, so all the, the components can, can kind of integrate my mind, my body, my soul, you know? Um, so dream journaling and trusting, trusting my recalls, trusting my higher self as a multidimensional person. So this element of trusting my recalls and, and honoring it more, but thank you so much for letting me share guys. I love you all. <laughs> 
you. Thank you. Thank you, Lisa, so much. It's been wonderful having you here and hearing your excitement as well. And again, we hope for everybody here that just by you listening to people talking about your dreams, that's just like, oh, this is getting me excited about doing it. And, and that's, again, what we want. We want you to be able to be a part of this discussion and then to take this energy with you where it just recharges you. And then and then we go and then we do the work and then we come back and then we got stories to be able to share as well. So um, super, super important to be able to have community. One thing I'll just say in terms of like, uh, again, like how are we going to develop? I would encourage us to just kind of keep in mind, like, again, like finding rhythms and routine, very, very important for us, creating like mini rituals with our day, with our morning, with our evenings. Um, and then like even thinking about like, um, like kind of like aligning with like the, the cycles of the moon uh, can be another thing, pay attention to that, you know, so it's like maybe like as the moon's becoming full, you're kind of like you're, you're aware of that. And you're just like, knowing that as the moon becomes full, sometimes those energies can become like more primed uh to being able to access some of that dream space as well um so paying attention to some of like the solar cycles as well can also be relative for helping dive into some of the deeper energies that may be available um but yeah uh kyle let's pass it over to you just any again with this this last prompt and um what what are your what are your intentions for your ongoing dream practice and what can you do to develop your dream practice so again just creating accountability for ourselves as we speak it into existence go ahead kyle um, I definitely want to uh, travel more and what um, Alicia was saying, um, <clears throat> like, uh, like pay attention to your day and kind of unwind. Well, there, there's been times where I've done my breathing before I went to bed. And at first, I don't really fall asleep as quick as I usually do. But the breathing puts me into that state where I'm in between for a long period of time. And when I'm in that sp space for like a while, my dreams are way more vivid, way more like I'm in there hundred um, percent. And I think that has to do with being able to ground yourself before falling asleep. And that the fact that she said that now, it's gonna <clears throat> encourages me to do that more. Um, and uh, I'm definitely gonna get a journal and put it beside my bed tonight because forever I've just been waking up and you know, in that first 15 minutes, like you said, just breathing and thinking about it. And uh, it'd be nice to actually like write it down and get it on paper and have it more concrete that way. Um, and yeah, I think I'm going to try to set an intention like you're saying too, because I haven't really played with that. I've kind of just, my dreams are usually something like, um, like the first question you asked, I think, or whatever is for me, it was like to accept like accept and let go to be able to like kind of like a mushroom trip, like you let go and it doesn't matter what's happening. You're kind of just watching from an objective, an objective side uh, or view. And um, cause like a lot of my dreams when I, when I'm watching, like, it's like I'm playing, I'm in it, but I'm also watching it happen and it could be scary things, but for me, they're like adventurous and exciting and everything's just happening. And I don't feel scared. I don't feel, like, it's just like, I'm having a great time. And then when I wake up, I'm like, oh, so my intentions are definitely to be able to be more lucid in there and practice it more. Awesome. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Kyle. Kyle. What was that last part? And then thanks for having me. In uh, yeah. circle. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you as well, dude. Yeah. And, and, and again, you know, like even just going back to the word lucid, we, we think like, be like lucid, lucid dreaming, and we get excited about that word. But I mean, you know, like incorporate the concept of lucid, like way, way before you become lucid, because 
lucid lucidity is a state that we begin here within this reality and and lucidity is again you know the, the process of being able to see more clearly so so just kind of invite in more of that lucid living state and again start getting more curious about the world around you start practicing meditation on uh outside of your dream practice like like i've said this before but this is really really powerful like your dream practice for the evening begins the moment you wake up so like, like the way you wake up throughout the day and the way you live your day literally prepares you for the dream practice at night. So, um, but at the same time, you know, I think it's also important to, to give ourselves um, a bit of a wax and wane where there may be nights where it's just like, you know what, maybe I just need to like decompress and watch some Netflix and unplug and stuff like that. And then tomorrow I'm going to kind of like be more dialed in and everything. So it's going to be kind of like mix and match for both of us, but I think uh, for any of us, but I do think it's important to kind of um, also be aware of our tendency to kind of lean towards what's easier. We lean towards comfort oftentimes, and oftentimes it's very easy to just be like, yeah, whatever, I'm just going to fall asleep late at night and surf my phone and stuff like that. Like pay attention to that because those are the edges where we actually want to identify the little voice in our head that tries to convince us that practicing our dreams is actually not worth it it's similar to the voice that basically when you sit down to meditate there's a little voice inside of you that says this is stupid you're wasting your time get up you could be doing something else right now pay attention to that voice and like that's the weight that's like the what you want to be able to that's the resistance that you're kind of like building against and then you change your relationship with it and you begin to identify and you actually begin to get excited of identifying those edges and then being able to consciously making a, a different decision. So um, let's get close to wrapping this up here. I, I know some of us, uh, Helena just jumped off. Thank you again, Helena, for joining in. Thank you so much to those of you who have been tuned in to this live in the future. And yeah, again, you know, for any of us here, dream journal, meditation, tuning in for more of these broadcasts, having these discussions, anything else that we've said, it's all incredibly relative. And um, yeah, it, it's an ongoing journey that continues to unfold. And, and I know just us having these discussions is, is already like opening opening up some more possibilities. Our, our higher dimensional selves are getting very excited about the fact that we are having these discussions here tonight. So um, any closing gratitude before we wrap it up, um, feel free to just do that real quick. My and, higher self loves it. Uh, thank you, Candace. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Happy to be able to have everybody here. Loves the journey of the dream space absolutely it is a journey it's a gift it's a gift to be able to yeah. connect with our dreams this way yeah. Very yeah awesome um anybody else just saying closing gratitude real real quick and then and then i'll i'll stop the recording there so lacy go for it happy yeah. to be here thank you candace yeah happy to be here with all of you beautiful people who are on this super psychedelic journey of self-discovery and I'm just stoked on life and dreaming with all of you so thank you for being here and I can't wait to hear how your dream practice goes the next time we get together so mwah. I'm <laughs> dreaming you. as I'm like so yeah. tired right now, I'm like drunk <laughs> I know right yeah I get <laughs> silly but there we go. See you at the, see you at the dream hub. So, uh, Alicia, <laughs> any, any closing thoughts? Thank you, Lacey. Yeah, I just wanted to thank everybody for all the beautiful inspiration and, like, you know, helping me put my puzzle together. This amazing giant puzzle. You guys are helping me bring in so many pieces. I'm eating it all up. I love it. <laughs> 
So thank you so much. And I want to wish you all the sweetest dreams. And I have to tell Candace that I love your tagline. I'm like, it warms my heart when you say, that's me. You know, that's me. Yeah. Literally warms my heart. So you got the best tagline, girl. <laughs> Thanks. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Alicia. And, and thank you, Candace and Lacey. And Kyle, any closing, just closing gratitude real quick, and then we'll be done. Yeah, thank you for hosting. And uh, thank you, everybody, for, you know, sharing your stories and it inspiring me to um, work harder on this and then have, uh, have some accountability. That's, that's a big part of it. So yeah, for everybody here, again, you know, it, it's up to us to kind of like, step into that role of accountability, but we're here as a community to be able to help uphold that, that accountability for each other. So again, for, for those of you who are Patreon members, you know, come back here again, tune in again, continue your practice and get excited, get excited about talking more about dreams and uh, write down your dreams. And if you want to share stuff to the discord, we can always, uh, again, do that together and feel free to reach out to either Lacey or me through direct message. If maybe there's like something related to dream stuff that you just want to be able to ask us about or whatever the case may be. So um, yeah, thank you so much, everyone for being a part of this. We're ready to wrap it up. We're ready to go to sleep. All the links you need for all the creators featured in this are in the info for this video on YouTube. And uh, uh, again, for those of you on Spotify, uh, thank you again. If you're not on Spotify, you can find it at Paradigm Shift Radio. And uh, go ahead and check out the past recordings of Dream Class if you're if you're eager for more dream-related discussions. And again, join the Patreon membership to be able to take part in future dream discussion circles that Lacey and I host. Again, they'll be every like two or three weeks. And uh, you'll also get access to the pre-recorded ones that we have online. And um, yeah, that's about it. All the links you need are there. Click the links and join the Discord, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, yeah, happy dreaming. And thank you so much. So much for, for being a part of this bigger shift in consciousness we are the dream awakening to itself so uh for everybody here feel free to wave and, and say good night and happy dream everyone good night everyone we love you guys bye i love you bye, bye. all right thanks again everyone much love all right